The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. Seven of the Euroallegiance podcast. That's my favorite number, seven. So it's my birthday is seven. So I call it my uh, lucky I'm, number. I'm, yeah, I'm very happy to have made it to seven. And we had to do seven because it's a part two of, of, of two on factions. So if we didn't do part two, we'd be uh, we'd be leaving you all hanging, wouldn't we? Um. So when you were last with us, and if you weren't last with us, go back to episode six and listen to factions because uh, we went right through the first six factions except that uh richard uh, had a slight little technical issue at the very end of that show so uh he missed to give us his thoughts on alithia uh and also his uh favorite and most underrated from alithia so we'll uh, throw it over to rich to uh bring us up to speed on uh, alithia get us closed out on alithia so we can move on to my favorite faction um so alithia um this is i hinted at it last time but this is my favorite faction um I, I love the vampires. I generally in life, I'm not huge. You know, I won't go out. Oh, it's a vampire film. I've got to go out and see that. That that's not me. Um, I'd rather see werewolves tearing around vampires apart. That's more fun to me. Um, but there's just something about the mythic vampires. The the whole bald head, the the big ears. The, you know, the the grey skin tone. I just I just love that. So um, yeah. So they just they just ensnared me straight away. Uh, so I just adore them. Um, they're awesome. Okay, and then uh, in terms of your favorite figure from the vampires, I'm sure you have a few, so this was a tough one I, for I you. I do. Um, it would have been Valak, but somebody nicked that last week, apparently. So um, the one that would have... <laughs> you know. So the one that, yeah, the one that uh, would have been my most underrated uh, is actually my other favorite anyway, is the Vampire Knight. Okay. Which is an older figure. Um, and again, yep. I'm not a huge fan of the 2.0s generally, but I absolutely love this figure. Um, it comes with three head sculpts, all of which are just fabulous sculpts, um, like really, really good sculpts. Um, and you can just do so much with it. You know, with I've got a couple, obviously riding horses because you know mounts has to be. Um, so there's a couple of yeah, it's a couple of ring wraith horses there with uh with vampire knights on with the the so helmet Lord of the Ring, the old toy biz Lord of the Rings line. It is, yeah. They don't really work with the 1.0 mythics, I don't think, but with the 2.0, they actually. They actually scale yeah, pretty well. I think you're right there, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're wearing the the vampire head with the uh, the mask, and you can see the vampire face through the middle of it. I think that's that's quite imposing. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And then the, the 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 maskless head as well for that one is just brilliant. Um, I've got that just as a, a vampire knight. Then I've also used that head um, for a couple of female vampires in other factions, actually. Because so I think it just it works really well for that as well because it's that little bit smaller. Um, if you try to use Carpathia's head, that would just look weird. But I, I think that Vampire Knight one works works well like that. I think Lucretia is very is very nice head as well, though, isn't it? 
It is. Oh, yeah, Lucretia's a very nice one. Yes. Um, but like all these, the Vampire Knight, you just you just don't see them very often at for sale or anyone asking for them or anything like that. So Yeah. But I think they're, yeah. and we didn't mention it when we talked about Silona's flock, but uh, the elf uh, builder as well from that one, they're definitely two figures that benefited from that Kickstarter where, you know, as as it got more and more successful, they were thrown in extra heads with a lot of figures and a lot of builders. And uh, yeah, the vamp, the Vampire Knight definitely, uh, I'd say, got a head, an extra head sculpt for sure because of, because it was part of a Kickstarter as opposed to maybe if they yeah, okay. yeah. were part of a pre-order, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, nice figure. Yeah, and as you great, say, I think great I don't figure. Think there's many of them out there. I mean, there is plenty, but you know, not compared to maybe uh, recently uh, pre-ordered figures, shall we say? No, no. I've got um, I got seven. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Only seven, Jesus. <laughs> Only seven for me. It's quite a low number. But then I've got about twelve of the Baron Voliger 1.0s that we re-released in the All Star. So there's there's a lot of vampires on the shelves. Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, I found well, it, yeah, I found if it's your favourite faction, I think, you know, and you're a bit of an army builder, as we know, uh, I would be surprised if you didn't have uh, yeah. multiples of most of this. Is there any vampires that you don't have? I don't think there is, no. I mean, I don't particularly like Carpathius, but I've still got two of him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My most underrated, um, but uh, so... Yeah, so no, I, I love all the vampires. I think they're, they're awesome. Uh, and my most underrated is um, the female uh vampire legion builder okay yeah again there's there's a couple of heads with it um from a customizing point of view it's it's a brilliant buck you know you just got just plain black so you can you know just put a few dashes of color on doesn't have to be a vampire you know, it doesn't have to be purple you could do whatever you like color wise with it and it's it's a really good starting point i think i think of the two uh vampire legion builders the female one is probably my preferred one I mean, I don't have either of them, but she's probably my preferred of the, those two. Yeah, she has a bit less paint echo because the Vampire Knight was one of those kind of in-between uh, Legion builders, you know, where yeah. it's a slightly more decoed one. But um, yeah, yeah, I like I like that Vampire. That was one of the ones where I hadn't didn't pick up initially when I was in on the Kickstarter, but I uh, got them, uh, got a couple, or no, I think I only have one uh, in a pre-order uh, kind of afterwards. But yeah, Alithia's Brood, I mean, I'd say that's one of my main things I've got. I mean, I've got a competing vampire brood as well. So, <laughs> um, obviously. So there's about 40 vampires uh, or with a couple of werewolf servants in on my display. So oh, yeah, goodness. there's a lot of vampires. So when they take on Xylona's uh, flock, I guess we we don't need to ask you the result there. Those, those tree-hugging hippies have no chance at all. <laughs> Uh, obviously we had the big Alithia wave um, which I think did that arrive last year in our yeah it arrived yeah, last yeah, year yes. in our uh, yeah. mailboxes um, and we haven't really seen many so we haven't seen any figures for that faction since so and we've got the head from the heads pack which is really nice uh, the, yes. the vampire head what body is that going on for you Rich it is going to go um, I think one of you guys might have suggested it, actually it's going to go on a Vorgus Oh yes, that oh yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, yeah I really, li I really like the idea of that head on that red armor. I think that's going to look great. Being an unmasked board, yeah, obvious, that's very good. What would you be uh, missing from the Alithia? What you know, if if they were to say, okay, we're going to stick a few Alithias now into an All Stars Plus wave, or um, you know, into a kind of a, a, a kind of a 
eclectic wave what we'd be looking for as in already released figures no 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 as in you know new 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 vampires or what types or i think different different scales i mean we've got we've got the 1.0 we've got the 2.0 we've got the the ogre um but i've got a a vampire frog a vampire dwarf uh, a vampire demon a vampire squid uh you know there's there's all sorts of different things so, so it's, you've got them covered in a kind of a unofficial capacity yes. shall we say, in your customs yeah so okay. that's what we're looking for would be um you didn't yeah, mention brute scale scales. there i guess brute scale i think i think we'd be looking for brute scale across all factions yeah oh, all right. we'll that book is uh, well into Absolutely. circulation i'm quite excited about the brute scale to be honest with you i think oh, very uh, much so yeah cool cool scale to have yeah. in amongst this uh on our next faction I'll, I'll definitely be talking about a brute scale figure right interesting that, uh, that i'm looking forward to i will but i think it might be a different one to you <laughs> very good <laughs> so are we are we good with the lithia You're yeah we are yeah. so i'll give you the the last call on it yeah no i think we're good with it yeah Okay, it's just the best. That's... It's the best faction, everyone. It's the best faction. <laughs> second and best. Mal, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it uh, it's your, it's your, is it second, your second favorite or is it your joint favorite? favorite? It's possibly joint favorite, but possibly edged out by one we talk about okay. later. You are really uh, auditioning for the Travis role in this <laughs> yes. You really are. Fen- Fencers of the world unite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're such a nice guy. So you know, it's really, you've got all the boxes ticked here. <laughs> Legions con Travis and I will be perched on the side. You know, else. you just need a you just need a red-haired wife now. So so get working on that. I do like redheads. There you go. There you go. And you're in the right part of the world for redheads, yeah. really. Yeah. I was going to say, don't get one quite as crazy as Travis's. Then I thought, no, I'll pretty serious. Legions yeah, con probably stabbed me. So no, I'm not going to that route. Oh, I'm not editing that out. So I'm gonna actually, <laughs> oh no, I'm going to actually maybe boost that up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe loop it for rich. a few what? minutes. She's never listened to this anyway. So <laughs> no. Unless I put it on Instagram Reel or something. <laughs> that would be the outtake. <laughs> I promise I won't do that. Nobody wants that. Okay, so the Convocation of Basilia. That's my favorite faction. Oh, okay. Um, because it has my favorite figure, Bal- Balam. So I might as well just get straight to the point there. Um, but yeah, Basilia. Basilia are these uh, magic users, so we've got the wizards coming in Poxus, and uh, we've got some mages, we've got the, the dwarf mage Jorund, but yeah, my favourite figure is Balam. I was on the I was on Thomas Rydberg's uh, little Friday evening, uh, my favourite legion, a couple of weeks ago, so we had a good chat about Balam. Uh, he was the, he was basically my uh, pledge in the Advent of Decay Kickstarter, which, um, which was my first legion's order uh so yeah he just when i saw him and i saw the purple armor and just uh, the cat head and the way it was done and uh having been collecting motu classics and a lot of that kind of stuff i mean they were really nice figures but i'd never seen a kind of head sculpt with that much uh you know the paint detail on it and and the fact that you know you get something for around the same price that looks like that i just thought okay i have to give this a go and then you get caught up in the hype of the kickstarter and here we are on the podcast a number of years later <laughs> but yeah Balam is awesome he's actually front and center of my little I, I have my shelves in faction uh setup so he's front and center of mine whether he's leading the convocation or not doesn't matter to me <laughs> he's my leader sort of uh, there aren't many of them released so sort of, sort no. of a question here for you do you have everyone that's released yeah so yes. this was the first faction i think that i probably completed 
um, that was kind of uh, I was missing a Jorand, and uh, I thought, okay, I'm, I, that that I wouldn't I would normally just you know I'm the one that goes on the pre-orders and tries to just get on you know look forward rather yeah. than backwards. And okay, if there's some stuff for close enough to retail um, out there. Uh, of course, you know, I'll, I'll maybe pick up some stuff I hadn't got back then. I mean, I think now anything I need is is never going to be close enough to retail. Yeah. So they're probably out of my reach unless they're in all stars, which is I'm I'm perfectly fine with. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of Travis, he had a he had a sale on his Patreon, a kind of a claim sale, uh, maybe two years ago, and uh, yeah, I got a draw on there for was under a hundred dollars. Anyway, I remember that. Oh wow. I was the only one to claim it. It was one of these auction claim sales. So, you know, you claim uh, the price and then somebody could claim for $5 more and et cetera, et cetera. People were kind to me, but he had a lot of good figures. So I guess at that time, Jorand wasn't as uh, wasn't as attractive as some of the other ones he had, but they were all the, they were high dollars. So I was very happy to get a Jorand. So I got Jorand for decent price off Travis. That completed my Basilia shelf. And obviously we have a lot more coming now in Poxus, which is uh, going to be coming around in the summer i think we're thinking summer or maybe uh autumn <sighs> this year we're going to say autumn yeah, not I mean, fall. This, this really distinguishes us yeah because <laughs> summer's gonna be cosmic wave one that's right yeah and then they said it'll be either yeah. Oxus wave or cosmic wave two depending on what works for them that's what chris said on uh Four horsemen-ish o'clock. <laughs> Four-ish horsemen o'clock. <laughs> is that in terms of what they sell, Mal, or is that in terms of what order they ship from the factory? Made it sound like in terms of what had come next in, in terms of shipping and, okay. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, finishing off production and, and that. So, yeah. yeah. Then in terms of my most underrated for Basilia, that's Ravena. She was the fantastic exclusive, so the fan exclusive for Revent uh, of Decay. And uh, yeah, her paint job is amazing. She's really, 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 uh, the armor is really nice blue, different shades of metallic blue. She's got the the black um, arms and legs pieces. And she also comes with loads of accessories. She even has a faction banner in her accessories. So, uh, yeah. that, you know, that was, I remember uh, when I had to, when I, when I had to move my shelves there a couple of, uh, maybe maybe a year ago now. And had to kind of box up all the, or just temporarily box up all the figures, or you know, put them into a box and kind of uh, organize them. And then I realized, oh, and I hadn't it on display. I was like, oh, she comes with a faction barrier. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's very cool. So I really like her. I think she's really underrated as well. I think she's not, at least the last time I checked, she wasn't really a high value figure on the secondary market. And I'm, I'm surprised because. I think I'd have to agree with you there. I might sort of change. I mean, it should, this is where that I have that issue of, you know, if you don't have them, you don't really know yourself where, where how good yeah. they are, how bad they are. But you are probably right. You'd, I'd, you never, ever, ever hear a mention. Yeah, and she's got a she's got one of those bone swords as well. That's kind of not that common. Mm. And it's quite cool. It has a re, it has a kind of a new, unique uh, paint job for her. And uh, she comes with a crossbow, which is always nice. I really like the crossbow that they have in Legions. And it's actually I do too. Uh, on, I think it's on Duban. He has the hinged forward wrist and that, that with the crossbow now is yeah. next level. Yeah. That actually really makes the crossbow um, 
better because you're not struggling then to get a mm. crossbow was always great until you tried to take a picture <laughs> and you yeah. realize oh yeah. yeah it can't it doesn't really look right in the hand <laughs> but with that hinged forward wrist it looks good yeah yeah so Mal, she's also your most underrated um well she wasn't because i only have two of these okay and I think, um but actually I'll probably switch to that one. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, you oh, know, I, what what did you originally I, have? I went with Balam originally because I've only got two, and I'd say of the two I've got, he's the one you least you hear least about. Um, slowly sneaking up. In yes. The, in, yes. Because he's that's... my favourite, I have an extra one just in case that never happens to to my one. Um, but he's just getting the into one. the rich. He's getting into the rich uh, territory. I, yeah, I could see. I could see him if they put him into an all-stars wave. I could see a lot of people voting for him. To be fair, so, yeah, yeah. I probably would as well. I probably would. I'd buy the crap out of him if he was an all-star wave. I've got four, but I could. I could happily have another 10, 12. Yeah, I mean that armor would go yes. with any custom. You know, you could. You yeah. could probably stick that armor in your custom. You don't need to paint uh, a body. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and your favorite then, Mel. Um, the only other one I've got, and she's probably one of my favourite in the whole line, um, top five, possibly. I say this regularly. I should never put numbers on these things. No, that's uh, okay. No Hera's... one's, no one's going to fact check you on that. Don't worry. <laughs> say that. There'll be someone. Yeah. <laughs> no, there'll, be said... a list... there'll be a listener out there making a note. <laughs> that, means that means they're a listener, which I, I'm good with. <laughs> <laughs> um Hera Serpent Spire. I think she's, she is she's beautiful. Yeah, she was close to my underrated now, I have to say. Yeah, she's actually beautiful. <laughs> yeah. In terms yeah. of in terms of just the the paint, the paint and yeah. the execution, the sculpt, everything on her. Wow. The hair sculpt, the I mean she's she's equally the most annoying and most beautiful figure mm, yeah. in the whole line because she does not stand up for shit. Her uh, her staff is far too big for her hand, so now her hand's stretched out of all recognition, and the staff still doesn't fit. But even the staff is beautiful, <laughs> you know, everything yeah, about I've, her. I've is... given her her massive sword, I see, on, yes. on my shelf, and uh, I put her. I I got some four horsemen stands as they were uh, as they were up for sale, and whatever the last couple of pre-orders, I, I've been picking up a few. Yeah, and she's yeah. one that I've put in a stand, and now she's just doubled in uh, in value for me in terms of she's she's way less frustrating now she's in the stand i do wonder if she is one they might be tempted to make a 2.0 out of wow i um, mean only the salt you could do maybe the soft goods uh yeah better but i can't see how you would i'm not sure the paint better it's i don't such, know it's such a good sculpt yeah. already it is it yeah. is it's yeah it, she's yeah as i say the only thing i could it, beautiful she's yeah <laughs> but they did artemis too and i mean she was very ornate and, was and very cool yeah, yeah 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 so um who knows i mean i think maybe it goes with the importance of the character to the story so yep well uh, one of the things i like about this faction and and is exciting about the newer figures coming out is it's probably the most colorful faction in in uh mythics yes that's um, right and i do like the colours. I mean, I, I really would like a, a, a Jorand Rune Shaper. Um, I like the dwarves, as you know, and the colours of his armour and the green of the wings is it's just so fun. And Rich, what do you got? Um, I was keeping quiet on the Ravenna thing, because I think that's one of the worst figures in the entire line. I hate oh, 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 Ravenna. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had one 
played it a bit and was like, this is crap. Um, and sold it. But that's just my opinion. Everyone, you know, everyone has different opinions. Yeah. No, I, but I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, my favorite is, uh, same as you, John, Balaam. Um, the very first figure I got was Archaeopteryx. Um, and that's the one that lured me into Mythics. Uh, and then they had the uh, Advent of Decay in stock sale. So I bought a dozen figures. Um, and when that box arrived, Balaam was the first one I opened. It's just, I, you know, the big cats work for me anyway. Um, the armor color is just incredible. And the fact that it comes with a helmeted head as well, just just an all-round awesome figure. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention the helmeted head. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. I've got four of them, um, and they're all like like a sub-faction. Or, sorry, let me rephrase that, were a sub-faction within uh, the convocation for me. And there's a couple of them that's still good guys and a couple of them that have gone a di- different route. Oh, okay. um, but I think the armor stands out so much that that just works really well for that. Yeah, it's it's really, really beautiful armor. Mm. And then in terms of most underappreciated, it's uh, as a spirit bender for me. Yeah, she's nice. Um, I, I reacquired her about a month ago, um, having sold her when the, the books flashed in front of my eye. Um, and then someone was selling one cheap on eBay. So I picked it up and yeah, that's not going anywhere now. The the, the tattoos, the, the hood. Um, she's got she's got one of those things again. It's like, this is a good character, but mm, you wouldn't be surprised to see her do a... Uh, Danny Targaryen and burn down an entire city if they annoyed us, sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. It, she's got that vibe about her. I, I must admit, both her and Ravenna, uh, Ravenna um, they, I wasn't that fussed by them until they, you know, the newer ones were released or were, were sort of put up for pre order. And it had made, has made me sort of go back occasionally, like, oh, if I see them for a decent price, I might pick them up. Um, I liked as a spirit bender, but. Uh, I, I think I had so many 2.0 figures at, at the time that I just yeah, I didn't need another one. And uh, I eventually picked her up, but she was actually the last uh, Advent of Decay figure to, I picked up to complete oh. that wave. So I got her when, when they had a lot of them on Big Bad that time, when they had the Templars. It was kind of, was it 2019, that type of time, 2020, maybe early 2020? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2020, um, yeah. So... Um, yeah, she's good. I mean, she's she's got a really nice paint scheme. We say with the tattoos and the the, the kind of uh, white eyes under the hood. Yeah, I think it's a bit weird with the kind of armored uh, kind of bra piece, for a bit, want of a better word, and then the kind of bear. Mm. Oh, it's not my favorite, but yeah, no, I think that was a that was a pieces and sculpted pieces sort of limitation, wasn't it at that point? Yeah, but I think I'd prefer the the one they have on is uh, a Juno and. Uh, of course, yeah, uh, bonus, yeah. You know, the kind of, uh, I just think that looks more, that makes more sense if you're going for that look of the bear yeah. uh, uh, a midriff, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then again, yeah, maybe it's variety. I mean, that, it, yeah, you're looking, they're probably counting, okay, this is the number of torsos with this, and this is, you know, at the time in that huge wave, I was at 40 odd figures. Um, yeah, I remember that was one of my favorite My Wife's Gonna Kill Me yeah. episodes when they opened that, uh, that uh, shipment. It was good fun. <laughs> I think I've ever listened to that one. I'll have to go back and find well, it. You should go back. Definitely. It's definitely yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although I'm not sure it'll ever top the My Wife Is Going to Kill Me uh, Tiger King review, oh. which <laughs> I've listened to three or four times and I'm, I'm almost physically sick. I'm laughing so hard. It's just, yeah, amazing. Yeah. That, and that was, 
and that was during uh, the pandemic and yeah. it was i think yeah that that was the time when you really needed to have a laugh oh yes um, and it definitely delivered so uh if it if you ever wonder why we why they have a fan club uh, yeah it's episodes like that for sure um okay and i just wanted to to talk a bit about the new figures on Convocation of Basilia because uh that's coming that's kind of relevant now that wave is coming mm-hmm. soon with the Poxus wave um and I think a potential for my new favorite figure in the line is Tarnog. I, I really, uh, really think yeah. he's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. You're me there, Mal. I think I think yeah, talked yeah. about that before. Um, I think he looks great. He just has everything I like. You know, he's a green orc. I love green orcs. Um, well, and, I mean, uh, I'm not an orc fan, but the fact that he's then I, I say, a big, big orc, you know, big yeah, giant. And he's orc a shaman, guy. and he's kind of yeah, not. He's yeah. not a a nasty orc he's actually a good one and and the his armor piece is those those pauldrons shoulder pauldrons yeah, uh, the staff um, the kind of antlers yeah yeah the brute just, scale of course those yeah. uh the the wraps for the wrists and the and the i'm sure the wasn't ankles weren't the wrist ones didn't they wasn't something said about them being removable or was it the ankle ones um possibly yeah yeah so yeah, some cool pieces, and the staff looks great. He's got yeah, that so orb I as really well. really can't wait yep. to, uh, to get him. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And then, of course, uh, we have Arakagor as well, I think, which uh, is, is very high in a lot of people's uh, yes. want list. Or... Oh, yeah, that looks new. That just looks like an incredible figure. The, the colour blending, you get purples and your blues. and yeah. Just looks and this is what they're really good at in the paint is this kind of blending and, and this organic type of uh, sculpt with the, with the paint. Yeah. Some of my favorite stuff. And he's, yeah, he's come a bit back more into my attention because of Scourge now in the Cosmic yeah. Wave that's still up for pre-order. So I, I've been looking back at Arachogor and going, wow, this is actually coming soon, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. checking did they order one or two. <laughs> I I ordered two because I thought it's gonna be super yeah. popular and I can sell the other one for a profit. But the more I think about it, the more I think, nope, yeah. that's not going anywhere. Thinking you need to order four so you can sell one for a profit, yeah. maybe. As I say, I ordered two to stick the Kragnar armor on him and make him a space dragon. Awesome. <laughs> you know. But now you've got a space dragon. That's cool. I'll have, any, I'll have one you in blue. Two. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I, I've already decided Scourge is gonna have the Kragnar face anyway. Okay. So, yeah, I like the. I like that face. You'll have a lonely dragon in space. I will. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the wizards? Uh, any of you into the wizards? I think they look cool. Um, I can't say they they're my most anticipated, but I'm looking forward to them. I think. I think I like... they look good as a group. They're a type of figure yeah. that'll look good as a group. Um, I like I like the head sculpt for uh, Samir Scroll Warder that's got the tattoo on it. I think that looks yeah a bit more interesting yes. than the plain one. That's much better than the plain one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that will probably be the one I use for him. Yeah. And I like Zende because he's one point Yes. Yeah. It, to me, he looks as a sort of wizard that you know, if he defeats his spells, he'll just beat it to death with a staff <laughs> yeah. yeah you know he's another... he's just a no-nonsense wizard it's like yeah come on then. he's another very cool head sculpt to be fair as well isn't he and yeah, uh, yeah. that beard looks cool um and he looks exactly like michael xavier yeah <laughs> you know him who's been no, up the front of gcon the last two years um, no. 
he's a he's a local to New Jersey, I think. But he has that same beard, and <laughs> yeah, he, it really looks like it's a tribute to him. I think anyway, and <laughs> I think, I've heard other people say it. <laughs> but yes, yeah, Samir is then your classic wizard, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, old old man kind of under the cloak. That when he pulls back the cloak, he suddenly, uh, he suddenly kind of blasting everything with his staff, and you think, okay, not going to mess with him. Just to go back to Zende as well, it's more of those uh, fabric parts and, uh, you know, cloth trousers, leather gauntlets, leather boots, cloth, like, arms, which they're my favourite parts at the moment in, in, in Legions and in Cosmic. I think, you know, they they open up the options so much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting him. And then, again, it's more colours of that to save you having to paint. And yellow parts that, you know, so we've talked before about how awkward yellow is. So yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yellow and white. I think Samir, he, he reminds me of a, a wizard that's from this uh, book that I read. Well, it's a trilogy by an author called Joe Arbuckrombie. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Rings a bell, but I couldn't be sure. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, and it was, uh, I think the first book is called The Blade Itself. And it's really, really, uh, yeah, it's a really good book. A really good trilogy, kind of fantasy, kind of lore, uh, Game of Thrones kind of style, almost. Okay, okay. Not as brutal, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he reminds me of uh, uh, the... The main wizard in that I forget his name on now, but but uh, yeah, excellent, excellent. Okay, shall we move on to boxes then? Yep. Why not? Why not? Oh, actually, just to talk, mention the uh, some of the accessories that come with uh, um, Samir, and and uh, I mean we can talk about this in Poxus as well. Sure. Uh, it's one of the first waves they started. They've actually created effects for isn't it for the magic oh yeah they got the magic effects um, yeah which is cool and they look awesome unsurprisingly really i guess and then there's the effects uh, packs as well isn't there so there's a good and evil effects yeah i bought a few of them just because they look cool (laughs) who knows if i'll even use them but at least i got them then yeah no i i ordered a few as well i mean they'll always look good i think yeah you know and, and if you're if you want to make a couple of photos or whatever, I think that'll that'll really. Yeah, yeah. So who wants to go on Poxus then? Anyone's favourite? Go on, Richie. Go first. No, no. Um, it's. <laughs> I do really, I do really like it, um, but it's not up in my favourites. Um, I'm not really the wizard sort of type of person. Uh, I, the main reason I like Poxus is um, is because of the Shadow Elves. Which will come through when we talk about my favourite and underappreciated figure. Uh, yeah, I can't say I'm. I mean, I, I actually think the newer figures in Poxus are really, really good <laughs> and step it up a level from what it was previously for me, anyway. And honestly, this list would probably consist of all the new ones if I was, <laughs> you know, if we do it again in six months or whatever when it turns up. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about that wave when it comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I was the same. I was looking at, at, at this wave and I realized that, yeah, I, I think the, the newer figures do uh, up the level a bit. Yeah. For it. So, Rich, what's your uh, favorite uh, figure then in Poxus? So my favorite is Malachi Cinderhorn. Um, I I love this figure. It's it's 
that the head sculpt is head sculpt just looks evil. Just looks really snidey and evil and yeah. And with a crown and everything as well, it just just gives it that real sort of oomph. Um and you know when and that metallic blue really oh, yeah. stands out, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It's, it's a beautiful figure. And a suitable level of evil. Yeah, he's another one that they've painted every single river and dot and everything on him. The paint job on him is really, yeah. really, really incredible. Okay, and uh, what about your most underrated then? Underrated would be the, the Shadow Elf Warrior. Um, I think that really has gone under the radar for loads of people. It's it's just a fabulous figure. Um, and it's got like, while Malachi is really bright and shiny, that's that's quite dulled down. There's browns, there's more sort of um, matte colours sort of thing. Um, gives you a lot of options to do. I've used part of it. Uh, I cannibalized part of that and a, uh, a Malachi as well, I think, and, and something else to make a Shadow Elf Assassin because it just looks a bit darker with all those sort of matte colors. So, um, yeah, that's for me, that's a very much under. You never hear people talking about it ever. I mean, the Shadow Elves generally go underneath the radar, but that one in particular. I think if you have Malachi kind of in the front of a group, then that really works well with those behind them because yeah. they're not, he, as you say, they're not as bright and shiny. So they really do look like, you know, Malachi's the kind of, uh, you know, he's the kind of like one of the Targaryen twins or, yeah. or kids, you know, this kind of, you know, he's all at the front, you know, mouthing off. But actually when it comes to getting the hands dirty, it's these guys that do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And uh, what about you, Mal? Um, right. So, I mean, I only have like two of the, uh, no, I suppose I don't, that's not true. I've got four of them. Two of them are Azar and Zeta. Um But then of the... Uh, I keep doing this. We should, we, we should do a catcher, Mal. So you say how many you've got, and then at the end of the episode, yeah. you have a five-minute norm, we go, actually, I said one, it's seven. Um, I yeah. said three, and it's 27. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, Azar and Zeta are all right. I can't say they're, they, they, they're okay. Um, if you want demons, I think uh Arathir wave does a lot better demons so it's taurian is my uh favorite um yeah he's he's sweet yeah yeah i mean he's yeah he's very cool the i like i think but as i said for zalona's flock i think Asturian is a little bit better i which i agree with 100 percent. but um, but uh, you know as we're talking yeah. this faction yeah he's... yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like both of those characters i wish i had Asterion. I don't. I've got Torian. I like Torian. Um, it disappoints me a bit that he's a he's a, a spellcaster. To me, he's like the muscle in Poxus's army. <laughs> so I have him with his sword rather than his staff. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. To me, I think I, that's, I just that's one of the reasons I I don't have him displayed as as Torian. Um, I've got three or four of them. And I've cannibalized them for other things. But it's because to yeah. me, a Minotaur isn't a spellcaster. You know, yeah. the minotaur, as you said, Mal, the, the minotaur's the muscle. Uh, perhaps that's what it is with me. It's that bit, of, that element of that barbarian thing again, isn't it? Mm. With the way he's the jaguar, and he uses, they use that same piece to bulk up their neck and their shoulders, and 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 then it's that bare-chested, as lighter armor as possible, mm. wading to battle, rage, you know, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, um, perhaps that's part of what I like about him. My my. Uh, What's the word? Underappreciated? What are we call it? Underrated, uh, yeah. Underrated. I think there's two. And actually, I, I mean, so 
I'm just I'm just going to start raising a sign saying uh, fence sitter whenever you go. I think there's two. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two I don't own, and two that every time I keep thinking I should pick these two up. One of them, Zaria. Whether it's because not many people bothered to pick her up or what, again, you just don't hear much about her. Never even see her around. Nobody seems to ever talk about her. Um, I tend to agree there. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. excellent. She's, she's yeah, a great figure. Zero, I can say bad about her. Um, I'd really like Other than if well. you don't like that type of figure. Yeah. But yeah. even she, she's even more interesting than Nazar and Zazar and that she has a, a big ponytail thing as well. Well, this is it. There aren't yeah. many female demons in the line, are there? And uh, yeah. she's it. Um, and then the other one, because you can still buy, occasionally pops up and never gets very expensive, is the Shadow Elf Ranger. Um, and every time I'm so, so tempted to pick him up because I actually really like the way he looks. Um, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if I sold him eventually, but I had, I had one for ages. And I kept putting them up on the group for uh, 50 euros and or maybe 60, but nobody ever bit. Yeah. And I don't know if somebody, ever, I don't know if somebody bought them eventually. Can't remember now. Maybe, maybe somebody did because they were buying another one off me and they just said, oh, do you have anything else? And I, and I said, oh, I have this guy that I, you know, been looking to get, you know, and they said, oh, I'll take him. Well, he's, he's my memory of one of, you know, my early exposure to mythics. I remember him very clearly being one of them that would regularly pop up on when it was being talked about or on the advert, whatever advert it might be where. And, and I just never, ever picked him up. And as I say, I, I don't know what it is, why I've never bothered, because I look at him all the time I'm like, he's actually really cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, just to in a beautiful segue he's my favorite figure so far cool. uh, of the ones that are in hand uh i think he's an excellent figure i love the elf ranger uh, and i think he's a great counter point to that as a figure obviously these fat those factions don't go up against each other uh specifically but um he's a great dark version of the elf ranger he's he's really really nice figure um, I love the the way they've kind of redone the head sculpt with the kind of uh, the white hair and the blue. Really, really good. It's where that what I've said to you guys before, isn't it? As I'm not a big, I'm not too fussed by the elves, but it's more the the Tolkien esque appearance of the elves. I'm not fussed by. This is where the dark, uh, the shadow elves, dark elves, and um, oh, the green ones. What are they called again? Whisperlings. The whisperlings are um, a bit more interesting again because they're not not your standard tall, lean, you know. No, they're not. Are they? Elves, which uh, yeah, they're very cool. Yeah, and this is uh, you know, and as well with the popularity of of uh, this uh, Dritz character from Dungeons mm -hmm. and Dragons, I'm not. I'm I'm surprised that the Shadow Elf Ranger is not more popular again. And I mean, but. You know, elves 1.0, yeah, maybe, but maybe if they had a 1.0-ish version of it, might be more popular just as a figure itself. But then again, maybe just the people that like him bought him, and the people that didn't like him didn't buy him. Yeah, it's that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, then my most underrated, and I think she really is, uh, as I mentioned on the previous episode for a different figure, she really is a marmite figure, is Melina. Uh, okay. Um, I just like her because she's unique, because she's yellow. <laughs> I have a thing for yellow. 
and uh, I don't know why. Um, I, I loved Buzz Off as a kid, so maybe maybe it stems a bit <laughs> from that. Um, and then we have uh, we have Hazar now. We have Melina. They're yellow. I want to do an orc in yellow uh, at some point as a custom, just for the crack. But yeah, she's a nice figure. She has a staff. She's a good tribute to Evelyn. Um, she doesn't really go, I would say, you know, and I can see why people don't like her. Yeah. Uh, but I still think she's underrated as a figure because it is a good figure and it, it definitely, yeah. uh, you know, if you're going to do an Evelyn, I can't see. I think if they threw in maybe one of the, you know, pretty, pretty female head scubs, like the one yeah. in the head pack and did it, uh, that might elevate it for some people. They could display it as the kind of uh, as more of a kind of a regal type of look, but uh, yeah. So, Melina, any thoughts on Melina? I, I have a feeling yeah. that one or the other of you is kind of like, oh, this is a, a bit like Rich with. Uh, with no, uh, I. Melina. I ended up picking her up because I, oh, uh, I something man. about her just caught my imagination. This one of them that again, her story actually made me go, "Ooh, she's quite cool." Um, and I just decided to get her when I got the chance for a decent price. So. Yeah, even her armor colors are, are pretty unique. I, I don't think yeah. there's any figure because it's quite a matte blue on the on the armor. Yeah, yeah. I just I have a displayed. She's another one that loves to fall over. Um, yes. And her flipping staffs a pain in the ass. But um, I find that the staff can actually help with the falling over. So yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, then she forward. is looking like yeah. Like, <laughs> Like arm in the air, kind of saluting, <laughs> holding the staff. So, yeah, yeah. I've I've never felt the need to pick her up. I have to admit, I, it's it's. I think it's the yellow. It's just just doesn't fit. Um, in my in but my think, eyes, yeah. I think that's what saves you as a collector, Rich. Is it like because you're you know you're a little bit crazy with the army building, but <laughs> you can also just you can also just look at a figure and go, no, I don't need it. Yeah. Whereas. I'm so in on this line now, but thankfully I've I've got out of a whole load, load of other lines that I was kind of half collecting or collecting, so I can focus on this line. And and you know I'm I have my own podcast now with you boys about the line, so I think you know I'm I'm this is my thing. Yeah. But uh, I find I find it difficult now to to pass on a figure from the, these lines, even just to have, or even just to get and then maybe one day I'll get one and go, okay, you know, I can, I can sell this one on. It's not, you know, uh, and it yeah, might I get think... to that point because yeah. I think, I, I think we all came into the line uh, later in the day. So you're always playing catch up. So you're kind of getting what you can. And I think that's how I've been, but I'm maybe getting to the point where, you know, I pretty much have uh, all the, you know, a lot of the figures that I wanted. I mean, there is loads of, uh, first Kickstarter figures that I don't have, but not a lot with unique uh, parts. So, yeah, 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 it doesn't tweak my completionist in the sense of I don't feel the need to go back and get and pay a fortune for uh, some of the older figures. But yeah, I'm definitely at the point where every new figure, I'm like, man, that's good. <laughs> I need that. I need but that. I, I have that's seen good. over. Over the years in the cabal, you know, th there are these guys that come in and whether it be for the test shots or the line. And they become 
the guy posting all the time looking for figures selling buying selling and, and like you see them all the time and they kind of complete the line uh, and they you know they get all the big bucks figures and you know they're and and then six or eight months or a year later they're selling everything and they're moving on and i think maybe that's it's, it's just the mentality though. isn't it is yeah, like you've done yeah. it and then you get to the top of it and you think okay well now i can just keep pre-ordering them but that's i can't get the buzz off that anymore no it, it's i you know? i find that a bit weird one because it's it's a thrill of the hunt but the thrill of the hunt to me is if you go around a shop trying to find it on the shop floor if you can buy everything if you can buy everything on ebay and and you can afford to spend four five hundred dollars on a figure i don't see the challenge there you can just buy it all yeah i think that's where vintage uh is is interesting for for that type of uh thing but for modern figures you know the hunt is online really isn't it yeah because a store that has a modern you know in the last 10 years figure uh that's, that's sought after is very quickly picked up because the person knows it's rare and uh we can flip it on ebay so uh, i think there's too much information out there you know it's like a i did economics in college I and mean, when there's when there's too much information the market kind of functions very well and I think that's what modern figures were with vintage. There's still a little bit of where people have more information and they can actually still turn a bit of money on it, you know? Yeah. yeah. With modern, it's kind of, there's too many people in it. You know, you have to be high volume and, you know, you, nobody wants to be doing that unless you're, especially this part of the world, maybe in America, you can go to like the Chicago toy show and all these shows and, uh, and you can bring your big boot with you and, and make a living <laughs> out of it. But. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Travis again. He's got a lot of mentions. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him he has to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> He's after the Chicago Toy Show next. He, he uh, has Kane he County. has to, but Heidi absolutely does not. And and just a shout out to Old Man Kyle. He was on uh, the My Wife's Gone Kill Me today on the YouTube. I caught a bit of it. Um, oh, I'm always happy when I see Kyle on uh, on the show. I will be listening uh, to that later. to see him on Legion's Con again. He's uh Yeah, he's a, he's a good he's guy. Long crack. A lot of Long him, crack. Yeah. <laughs> And even though uh, he's he's maybe not European or European related, he's definitely as an as an self indulgence. He's coming on the show at some stage. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Show. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Maybe even skipping the queue of some of our lovely <laughs> European friends. <laughs> yeah. It's not a democracy here. <laughs> could all, could, all call, could always be something that happens on the side, eh? Hey? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sneak little hint yeah. at what may be to come. <laughs> Definitely, we might be uh, questing on the side a little bit. Yeah. You saw Dungeons and Dragons today, Mal, didn't you? It was yeah, yeah. I loved it. Thought it was really, really good. Uh, yeah, maybe. Very good. So that's another thing we could do on the side is talk about movies. It is. And, it is, yeah. it is. But anyway, to yes. to continue along. Uh, before Rich's internet connection breaks again. <laughs> it's, it's been fine for the last 20 minutes. I mean, that's a positive. Shout out to Dave Bond, who, who's looking to, to launch a Patreon for Rich's internet. Just for Rich's internet. Because he wants the episodes to go on a bit longer. Um, but, you know, you, you're not the one editing the episode. <laughs> House of the Noble Bear. Right, yeah. We're on to we're on to factions now that haven't got a big G Con release. And these yet. are the, the last two of the ten. And these haven't got a big G Con release. 
are hoping that, that they get a bit of love this year and others maybe not this is where <laughs> i think nobles there <laughs> It's it's not just Rich and I who have football teams that butt heads, is it? I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite, my favorite faction. Yeah, is I I, I really no like this faction as well. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not my favorite because of because of the other ones that I like. But it it is I I I can't say much uh, uh, wrong with it. So take it away there, Malcolm. Give us give us your best on the House of the Noble Bear. So the House of the Noble Bear is a kind of ragtag of barbarians yeah, and that's uh, kind of the good mercenaries, aren't they? Really, yeah. they're the they're the barbarians, the 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 people who've been they're the Ray the, Donovans of mythos, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> if you Ray know Ray Donovan, Donovan no, yes, I've, I know. He's a kind of a I've, fixer, a you know. He just yeah, makes yeah. he just makes he just makes yeah. stuff right. Yeah, you yeah. know. And and yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I love them. I love my barbarians. As I've said, I love these. This is just a horde of barbarians, isn't it? And various, you know. I suppose we've got the we've got Freya, who's more the um, Valkyries, and it's all that sort of stuff. And what can and they I say? even have a good troll? The one they good have troll. a good troll. Well, although my forest troll is part of my flock, so that's another good troll in my mind. But yes, they are bronze. Which I can get behind that. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, can't, I don't know. I can't say enough good. I can't. I'm. They just. I couldn't tell you why I like barbarians. I think it's just the. There's a bit know. of He-Man. There's a bit yeah. of Conan. There's yeah, a bit of eighties. Uh, you grew up in the eighties. That's that it. When toxic masculinity wasn't a problem, <laughs> and we all loved it because <laughs> we were, you know. Um, but you know, it, it, it's what we grew up watching, wasn't it? You know, big big men fighting evil and they were always you know and, and and i think that that's it that it's that perfectly um and uh definitely yeah. so what's your what's your favorite figure out of this bunch of favorites now this you must have had a lot of fences to here, splinter yourself here we on. go yeah oh, my top seven oh. although <laughs> well no it actually is not it is without doubt and unquestionably oh Although I do have some special mentions. <laughs> well, we'll give you as many special mentions as you like if you make a definitive uh, right. shout on the, on the number one. Raygor. Raygor. Okay. Raygor. There is something about him. I He is one I have actually... He is the figure I've spent the most money on for Mythics and gone... I'm a bit like you, John. Like I have a bit of a limit of I'm not going to spend above this on any Mythic Legions figure. And I went way beyond that to get him. There's always one, and there can always be an exception. That's for sure. Because there's just he's just so striking. Um, I think he's a D &D guy as well, or yes, yeah, this is it. I think it is that hint of D and D. He's you know um, War Duke about him, and as a kid, I never, I always wanted the War Duke figure, uh, and never had him, Um, and. I mean, obviously, I've now bought the Necker one as well. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he, he's, he, I will say he turned up. And in some ways, he is one of those figures that shows how far the line has come. But he's still so striking and still that I love, though, the finned uh, pieces on the helmet, the blues, the reds, the mixture of colours is just... That shield as well. Yeah, those are my favourite attachments to that helmet, and there yes, are a few same. attachments, and same. none of them are bad. 
and I think just the the color combination, the way they do it. Yes, as Rich was sort of about to say, the the shield is one of those with a with something more to it, and it's got the dragon symbol on it. Um, again, he's got a good biography. Probably should, when talking about him, mention that he's a tribute figure. Yeah, that was a uh, Raymond Wu, who was a, who was a huge um, Legions guy at the start. Um, I think I even remember him in the message boards back in the day when I got into it on at kind of he's you know, before my time, time. But uh, yeah, you know, um, it's got to be mentioned when you talk about the figure. Absolutely, and, yeah. And it, it's just awesome. Uh, special mentions, <laughs> yeah. Atlas. Uh, just before you go off Rhaegor, yes. so so yes. this is one of those ones where I want to go back and get past John and just wring him by the yes. shirt or something and go. <laughs> because basically I'd done my, uh, I'd done my uh, Advent of Decay pre-order. Then they had an all-in, uh, or not an all-in, an in-stock sale where they had uh, leftovers from a lot of, I think maybe All-Stars 1 and uh, basically the first few waves they had a, uh, some leftovers where I got a Gideon and I got the first two trolls and I got um, a couple of, maybe a Scaphoid and a Gorthok. That was what I got. So they arrived and then Coliseum came up for pre-order kind of late that summer. So that was kind of March into end of summer. Uh, and I realized that I probably shouldn't go all in. I don't know why, but I suppose, you know, you know, it's, I wasn't where I am now. So in terms of the collecting the line and I'd had a couple of figures, but yeah, so I skipped Raygor and I skipped, uh, Ramless because it was more because I'd had, I had a lot of those type of figures and I picked up the dwarf because I hadn't really had a dwarf yet. And I picked up, uh, you know, the orc, the green orc. I wanted the green orcs, so the things so I even got a couple of those, I think. But yeah, I skipped the Rhaegor, and uh, that's my eternal regret because I don't have a Rhaegor, and I don't think he'd be re-released, and I live without it, and I'm, I don't want it. And it's not like Uncan where I could just, I did a re, I did repaint a figure into Uncan because I thought, well, I have all the other Motus, and that's a nice uh, rounding out. Yeah, Rhaegor is a bit more standalone, and I just think no, leave it. If they re-release him, great. If they don't. Live with it. So uh, anyway, moving yeah. on to your uh, uh, special, special mentions, mentions of every other figure in the wave. Yeah, <laughs> apologies. Or in the faction, sorry. Anyone else who's here, but Atlas the Conqueror has to be taught, has to be mentioned. Uh, it was, you know, as I say, he's, it would probably be Adamon, but I don't have Adamon, so it's Atlas. Um, and he's not actually listed on the site, but he is uh, House of the Noble Bear, or at least the le- the uh, army builder, the half giant legion builder is Noble Bert Barch. If we want to, uh, to me, he is House of the Noble Bear, and and that set just makes that uh, half giant legion builder one of the best. And I mean, he's probably one of the best figures in the line with that accessory set on. Um, but um, so anyway, uh, underrated again. There's loads if you ask me, but I'm going to go with Cador. Um, Another one you just don't hear anyone talk about, whether it's because yeah. he's a bit older and hard to get hold of, and not many, not many of the newer people have sort of see him, or perhaps you know he's a bit, 
he's another one of those, isn't he? That perhaps you look at what's coming out now and you look back at him and he's a bit basic. But yeah, I actually, he's, it's a lot of common parts with him. Yeah, yeah. But I got him as a bundle in part of a bundle and really pleased to have. Um, I like the armor colors. Uh, I like the fact that he's a bit of a weapon master. Um, he's a cool, cool character. Cooler than people give him credit for. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I like Kano. He he was one of my options for most underappreciated. Um, I've got one. Um, although I think it's most of it is the original Kano, but then I had a couple of bits painted up because again, like you, I got it as part of a bundle, and it was missing a couple of bits. So I had a helmet painted up to. Sort you of know, he's it. also one of the he's one of the few that has like uh, the bear torso and both bear arms. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Which, um, if they did, if he did squeeze into an All Stars wave, would be very, uh, that'd be very yeah. nice for yeah. the regular price, as opposed to the, you know, even the, the even the deluxe Legion builder, yeah, uh, the the classic one. Hmm. Uh, that's that's over fifty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, direct. So, well, and he's a slightly different skin tone as well. To oh, is he the barbarian and the. And even the newer barbarian, yeah, yeah, he's a bit more of a an orangey, uh, pinky. Okay, yeah. So yeah. he's not, and is he closer to the deluxe legion builder? I'd actually say slightly different to that as well. I'd have yeah, to get him well. now to look at him, but he's uh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, got he's the shine, more... hasn't he? Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think he's quite as. I'm glad that they're. They're kind of streamlining the bone color now, and they're streamlining. Yeah. I think the skin, uh, the 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 different skin tones. So you know, if it, if it's a Caucasian skin, it's going to be one kind of skin tone. I think if it's a darker skin, it'll be one kind of skin tone. I think that will help with the customizers. Because <laughs> yeah, once yeah. you've nailed the match, that's great. But then, yeah, if you're trying to match uh, the Barbarian Legion Builder, the Deluxe Barbarian Kador now as well, you say is different. I'm Let's sure he, I'd have to get him and look at him again, but I'm sure I was yeah. looking at him the other day going, oh, he's actually a slightly different tone again. But, uh, yeah. And then Atlas is a different tone. Yes. <laughs> Adamon is a different tone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, then, what do you say for this the is, Noble Bear? Uh, this is, um, sorry, sorry, Mal and Stephen Bishotti, but this is my least favorite faction of everyone in Mythos. We have to set up a fight, so... Yeah, for, the, for those not watching this, if we ever put out on YouTube, Mal, just flip me the Vs. Uh, <laughs> that response, yeah, I, I don't dislike Barbarians, but they just don't do enough for me. Um, the only reason I've got Alice is because he's a faction leader. And he sits on a bear, and I've got a bear for him to sit on, so that's quite cool, obviously, because, you know, half my figures sit on mounts. Um, but yeah, no, I, they just don't do anything for me at all. So this is very much the bottom of my list. Hence, I'm really desperately hoping the uh, G-Con wave this year is not Noble Bear versus Sons of the Red Stars. Um, just no. <laughs> okay, and um, what's your favourite then of your least favourite? Ironically, it does contain one of my favourite figures in the whole line. Uh, Halmir Goldentooth. Ah, uh, yeah. He's, he's, dwarf, he's my yeah. favourite dwarf. He's, he's just, the, head, the head sculpt, the facial expression... Um, I just, I just love him. He's just a fabulous figure. Um, although I did succumb, yeah, I did succumb to the uh, the eBay temptation though, and did sell him a few months ago. So hopefully they re-release him at some point. Uh, and if yeah, yeah. and if if you're listening, my fellow North Walian, thank you, Guion, for buying him. <laughs> <laughs> Honed axe, isn't he? That's yeah, his uh... Honed axe, yeah. 
yeah, he gave us some uh, some good feedback recently as well. Excellent. Thanks to you, Guyan. Yeah, but just a brilliant figure. Just the colours. Is there any underrated figure in this faction for you then? It would have been Kador if Mal hadn't gone that. I think the only other one I think might be a little bit underrated is Torgan. I think when he first came out, I think when he first came out, a lot of people liked him, um, but he very quickly went off the radar. Um, which is a shame because he's your archetypal dwarf. You know, he's the Mohawk, bright red hair. You know, it, the, the club weapons and that sort of thing. He's um he's a really good figure. He was one of these. He was one of these weird ones where I saw him on the Cabal and and on the uh, for for like selling for over a hundred, and you could still get him in some of the shops here. Yeah, uh, mm. for for retail. So obviously that that some of the retailers here had had got the wasteland wave, and uh, and obviously hadn't sold out of Torgans while he was basically a hundred dollar figure over in the states, which is an interesting thing. I really like him, and I've reached used to you know when he first came out, he, he was, not first came out, but he was one of the first like five figures I bought. Um, I think had Karros. Atlas, him, and Purple and Cronor were like the first five, um, I think. Um, but he does, he is the one that for me shows it would be nice to have a slightly different bare torso for the men. So maybe a bit chunkier um, because he, a muscular dwarf like that doesn't feel quite right. Um, you know, so you want he, a brute scale, maybe torso for him or something? No, not brute scale, more like a little belly or something. Because the dwarves, uh, I got you, yeah, you okay, know, the yeah. dwarves are yeah. never quite. You don't think he should have a six pack drinking all yeah. that beer? Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. The dwarves are so like their food so much. You know, <laughs> I know that's influenced by again sort of things like D and D uh, and Warhammer, but. No, no, but uh, good visuals of dwarves might be uh, might be something in the future. Maybe with those uh, with those uh, uh, chest plates, they yeah. could maybe yep. do a yes. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Uh, a kind of a chunky chest plate, if it works. Yeah, because someone the someone did a someone did a female one, didn't they? With uh, with breasts, the chest plate. So if yeah. they can do that, yeah. then they can drop that bulge a bit and make it the belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. might just be the the torso twist might. They might need to engineer something there. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, I I've bought one of the uh, strong fat torsos, and that is the bit to do a a, a, a dragon slayer dwarf, as you guys I know. I wonder if you just need to put a little groove in it, maybe, uh, yeah, so that, that it goes out got, over. Yeah, it's how to. And then you just have to kind of maybe soft goods it a little bit yeah. to, to cover the gap or something. I'm working on it at this point, trying to decide what to do. So, yeah. Very good. Well, my favorite from this faction is Adamon. By a mile. I mean, Atlas is awesome as well, but Adamon is uh, is just an excellent figure. And I'm like the Rhaegar thing. I'm just upset I didn't buy more Adamon. Um, and I probably wouldn't have even sold them because I just think it's an excellent figure. There's so much potential for customs. Um, the armor is excellently done, painted. It's kind of weathered a little bit. Nice color. He has that cool uh, shield with the the wooden, the wood, uh, the wooden round shield, like the Viking type shield. So I really like him. Uh, and the most underrated is Freya. I think she's a really beautiful figure. 
doesn't get talked about enough. I mean, if you put her beside the noble barge, that yeah. is a little vike, does it? And put them on a little one of those little long boats or something. <laughs> That's it, yeah. In that, the back room, yeah, as if he's her uh, bodyguard, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah going on their little uh, Viking adventure, but uh, yeah, she's really excellent uh, figure. Yeah. yeah. Um, could could even be more. Uh, could even be better with the you know the more uh, the CGSM standard stuff goods they have now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I don't see a need for a two point over either. No. But you know. Even just, you know, you get a cape maybe from a figure in the future and you stick it on her or, or you know, a, a, some sort of a, a, maybe not a full cape or kind of a skirt piece or something. Yeah. Just um, to, she's, to an, level her up. she's another one that might have benefited from a slightly different body shape. We've, we've got, um, what's her name now in, um, in cosmics? Vorga, who's a bit chunkier. Freya might have looked quite good, a bit chunkier. Um but she is, I agree. I, but you are, you know, and I think in an ideal world, they probably would love to do all that. But oh, it, there is a bit of a tooling factor there as oh, well. And of course, for, of course. for, I would say it, it, it's a benefit of, of five to 10%. It's not worth the investment, yeah, but, but it, in an ideal world, I absolutely agree with you there. And then one other, one other figure, looking back at the shelf there to mention is, is Calavius. I think he's an excellent figure and, and yes. he's actually totally underrated as well. Yes. And uh, one of the only dark skinned uh, figures in the line uh, yep. with the body, the torso and everything. And actually a, sh a bit of a shame that he's he's got one arm armored, mm. not for the figure itself, but just for doing a custom. Yeah. With yep. a dark skinned character, you have to kind of paint match another arm. Um, but I'm sure that that will be uh, rectified in the so future. Do you display him with the gladiator head or the uh, the other one, the one that looks a bit more? Oh, the gladiator head, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, unique. I have a, I have a, I have a second one that I display. I did a, a you know, the Sebadom planetary dog head that looks a bit like Otto, same type of style. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, I, I did that and paint matched it to Calavius, uh, and that looks cool as well. This is no good for the podcast listeners, but I'm here <laughs> for the boys. Hey, looks oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works well. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like it. And with the trident, he kind of looks like a, a dark-skinned Aquaman, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got mine with the trident as well, just because it's a unique weapon. It is. The trident's a great weapon, isn't it? It's just, just yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... I think Cornboy was uh, was uh, fabricating all the weapons at the start. I don't know if that was one of his, but I think his signature was always the big weapons. Right. That sometimes leads you to a bit of trouble with, you know, yeah. posing them in hands <laughs> and whatever. But on the other hand, they're epic. So, yes. so oh, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a little bit of a trade-off there. Okay, so in order to leave a little bit more time for 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 extracurricular let's move on to the yes. sons of the red star yeah um what have we got this time rich i i like the sons of the red star um i'd i'd quite happily see them versus a new faction in the gcon wave this year um yeah i just like the idea of well, no, no, i mean yeah i understand but yeah i want to see more noble bear sorry uh, yeah. no that's fine well, that's that. fine i got unfortunately i think it will be noble bear versus sons um which is fine um i'm not so sure because there are you know you look at that noble bear it's not far off the arity 
uh, I think there will be more figures for both of those factions, but I think there will be also a little bit of a curveball thrown in yeah, there. Yeah, I think, because, yeah, Noble Bear is not far off Arathir in terms of numbers of figures. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, but in terms sorry, of, yes. of favorite figure, um, it's an easy one for me. It's Grisha, the Slitherer. Um, and I've realized how many 2.0s I've put down as my favorites, despite hating the t- thin 2.0 build. <laughs> Um, it is a little bit of a mild situation, yeah. though, I don't have many. Yeah, this is another one. Um, <laughs> don't like 2.0. I mean, we should just have phrases for YouTube boys now. <laughs> um, but it's the helmet. I mean, the, the big thing, obviously, is the helmet. The sort of Middle Eastern-inspired helmet, which is, is just incredible. It's a unique piece. It's an incredible piece. Um, and then the colouring, the colouring of the armour as well. Um, and the fact he comes with this, like a scimitar or another really cool sword, and it's and the cape. You know, I've I've got mine displayed with a cape, like hiding one arm. So you're not quite sure what he's got under there, sort of thing. And I could see him being that sort of, you know, oh he's oh he's got one scimitar, and then actually you know another one's out, and he's chopping people to bits. Yeah, um, yeah. Grisha has an, another one of those figures from Advent that that they just went crazy with the paint apps. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. the the, the person who was painting this in the factory was like ninja stars with the paintbrushes yeah trying to trying to do all the different rivets and because i think it's uh, i think i heard chris saying once that they do paint with like paintbrush in between each uh, finger yes i've heard that as well which is uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Can you> imagine, <laughs> won't be happening in my little custom uh, studio here three or four different paintbrushes and you're just going dum, 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 right next it's just yeah it's just madness and and then you look and it's like they haven't missed a beat yeah okay. very good and then most underrated for sons of the red star for uh, you. lord Viteris. um i think it's a really good figure mike um the armor color again is unique um and it's, it's great that it's got that Gideon head with a porn star mustache. It's <laughs> you know that's that's a brilliant feature as well. That's and the purple yeah. and the purpley shiny eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one I've got him with. My, got, my yeah. only complaint with that figure would be the bare arms. I think it'd be better if it had, had armored arms. They look like human arms to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, a, and a tribute to one of the nicest guys I met at Legion yes. Sun as well, Joe yes. Fettery. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that joke great. just finally caught up with me, Mal. That was that was actually really good. It took a while. It took a while I, to I hit. I was it, like, but, "What?" I missed it, but I'm, I'm going to leave that for the listeners, <laughs> and, and maybe when I get back in the edit, I'll, I'll get it, and that's good. That's good for me. Um, but so, judging by your reaction, Malcolm, um, you have him also as your most underrated. I, uh, Rich and I basically agree on the Sons of the Red Stars. Um, yeah, and I have, them, favorite, as my most, I have but... them as my most underrated as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I was kicking myself that I'd missed uh, him. Yeah. Uh, back in whenever uh, he went up for order, was he was he Coliseum as well? No, he was Soul Spiller. He was Soul, he was Soul, Soul Spiller. Yeah. Uh, and he was one of the ones I'd skipped on Soul Spiller for financial reasons at the time. And uh, when they went up on Big Bad again, uh, I got two. I was like, and I have one with the with the classic helmet, and I have one with the Gideon head. In the shelf. Oh, I, I didn't need the classic helmet. I just really, really liked that Gideon head. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant! Uh, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. yeah. It looks and, cool. and it's it's it, it doesn't matter that it's the same head sculpt as another uh, main as a main character. It actually it doesn't bother me whatsoever because it's just so good and so different. Yeah, adding the horns on the, on the side and the yeah, it just makes it a completely different. 
Yeah, the horns. Yeah, that that's the key. Actually, is is the different attachments on the side. Yeah, yeah. And what's your favourite then, Mal, from the Red Star? Uh, Grisha the Slitherer. Okay, like, you're I the same. Completely agree with Rich on this one. It's uh, and it's everything Rich talked about. He's again, he's another. Anything one. to add to for Grisha? No, I don't think I can. He's he's okay. another one where the story's quite cool. Again, isn't it? Um, uh, he, paint app that that. Yeah, as, as Rich says, that helmet, the sort of Middle Eastern vibe about him all. It's another very, very different figure in the line. So how about you, John? For me, it's Celtus. I think that's the fourth uh, Motu uh, homage that I've mentioned, either underrated or favourite. But so uh, he's, Celtus, your favourite. Or... He's my favourite from Red yeah. Star. Uh, underrated was Viterra, so we're all the oh, same. Yes, underrated. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, Celtus is really... A really good figure. He got the blue skeleton head. If you want to just make him a kind of a random skeleton, uh, and you've obviously got the scapular head, which uh, I don't have a scapular, so maybe that looks a bit jarring. But it will, I suppose, have a Gerard now as well. So you could have three of them with the same head yeah. in the same faction, which is maybe a bit jarring. Uh, but you could. They also all have alternative heads. But I think he looks best with the uh, with the scapular head, the kind of skeletor classic paint job with the kind of greenish yellow around the side um just an excellent figure comes again with that the classic helmet as an alternate uh, head but also as a staff topper for the uh for the uh, kind of goat head staff that skeletor would have that works really well um yeah Celtic is excellent i can completely understand why people want him but I just don't have that need for him, you know. Um, but I can completely understand why he would be someone's favourite. Um, he's a fun-looking figure. I kind of don't know if, I, yeah, if I didn't have Adam on and Celtus, I don't know if I would bother either. Um, because because they're so expensive, I, didn't, I don't think I would go back. But uh, when you have them, I think you, you go, yeah, excellent. But I would love if they did... If they were ever going to do a PowerCon, uh, or not a PowerCon, but a, a, a Motu homage re-release, maybe 2.0 versions of Adamant and Celtus, just because yes. of who they are. Mm. Yes. Um, and I, I think from a, look at it purely from a commercial sales point of view, that would get a lot of people back into... We said in the All-Star episode, didn't we, that, I mean, it would actually fit with the characters as well. There's so many versions of those characters released in the the Motu line, it would work to do another version of them. Yeah, I mean, they even uh, there's people even saying that the Demistros, who uh, who you picked up, Malcolm, I think, the PowerCon. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. With the green, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> with, the, with the green uh, head, that looks a bit like Skelligod from uh, the Motu Revelation. That's yeah. Well, it reminded me a bit also of the one from um, um, the animation, the uh, the Skeletor they did in that. I could see people saying it. I mean, they they're saying it's not, which possibly not. If you have to take their word for that one, I think. Uh, but you know, yeah. I mean, it, again, it's it's a, cool. it's a little bit up to your imagination, you know. But I think yeah, you could definitely you could. It might need a, a few extra bits, or you know, maybe a little bit of paint. But I think you could definitely. Uh, put that as a Skelligard homage. One last thing, I was just going to say, they've always said they wouldn't re-release um, Motu homage figures because they don't want to push their luck with Mattel. 
However, yeah. I think they could do a Skeletor and He-Man again and just call them something different. Oh, yeah, they got yeah, en- they got okay. they got enough parts now that the colours could be similar, but they could actually, you know, do Admon and Keltus and just call them something different. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be an yeah, idea. Definitely. <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, and I think that I think they have enough uh, credit in the bank. But again, it's I think it's more of a commercial thing, and I think they're the two that they could really do again. Yes. Because I don't uh, I I think even if they even if they Mattel came along and said, Oh yeah, do one can again, it's no bother. I don't think it would be a big seller. I think there would be the hundred guys that that want it to complete their collection of uh, moto homages, and then other people that maybe pick it up for customs and and are to have. But I think there'd be plenty of people that wouldn't bother. I mean, I'd get it as part of an all in, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't be the you know it'd be the one figure in that all in that was. It's like, a little well, bit the the all stars doesn't sell as well as you think, lads. Yeah, yeah, thing, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's, there might be 10 guys that are willing to spend uh, hundreds on a figure on eBay, but that doesn't translate into 1,000 or 2,000 or 5,000 orders at, at the kind of standard price, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Which is what, that's the game they're in, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we're done with the factions of Mythos. Yes. Uh, we have a, there is actually a couple of characters that don't have a faction, would you believe? Can you imagine? Oh, yes, of course. I forgot. Loners. So a lot of the birds, who I won't go through because I don't really count them as Mythic Legions, to be honest. Uh, but that's just me. But, for example, the Ice Troll. Oh, not I was in where he was. Okay, yeah. Um, and is there any... And then I think the rest are actually the birds. birds uh, Egalus yeah. as well, who yep. is kind of... Because he was in All-Stars 2, I'll give him... I'll give him uh, yeah, a pass. mention, mm. but... Yeah, um, just worth mentioning. But uh, yeah. Rich, I think you have, uh, with your imagination, for sure, being more powerful than mine, you have plenty of factions in your own uh, canon, and probably being—I do—I'm going to say it. Probably one of the biggest customs collectors in the community, and probably, and maybe even the. Who knows? Well, should but, we uh, start? Should we start with? factions that you'd like to see added because it has been said there will be more factions added hasn't it so should we start with that one before we go yeah. on to richie's and again richie's probably going to lead this one because <laughs> he clearly no, man, you know, but you're dead right you're dead right yeah i think um, i think now's the perfect time to add a new faction or two or three or four or however many they want to do it's so you tell jeremy gerard what to do then. <laughs> so jeremy I mean, in the words no. of old man Kyle, no. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. It's yeah. um, you know, they could do a noble bear versus sons wave at GCon, but then that's everything finished at the same time. It would be, oh god, I'm going to sound like old man Kyle. More commercially sensible, in my opinion, to do either noble bear or sons, and then introduce a new faction against them. So you could have noble bears or noble bear rather versus like a Viking themed faction with weird and wonderful creatures down from the north. I mean, they've been talking for years about wanting to do a giant. Um, a giant coming down from the north, for me, would work perfectly. Let, let's just say a Viking faction would be one of my all-time favourites. I mean, I kind of have Noble Bear uh, as, as yeah. a little bit of a, 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 a kind of a stand-in for the Viking faction, because there is kind of Viking-type characters in it. But a Viking faction, absolutely. Uh, I remember being at a, the in 1988, 
I went to the, uh, it was the thousand year centenary of Dublin, the city being founded by the Vikings. Okay. And they had an exhibition with all the cool Viking, uh, you know, our, our things they'd found uh, digging up Dublin back in the day. And uh, that stuck with me ever since. So Vikings have always been something I'd be into. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think the time is absolutely right for new factions. Spread the love. Keep, you know, keep. So what are we saying? So Viking yeah. faction number one, any any other? Well, Rich, you, you, you mentioned quite a lot, and I'm guessing this would be your preferred one, the lizard yes. men. That is yeah. That would absolutely be top of my list, Mal. Yeah. Yeah. Which be, I think maybe one good. in the eye for the savages. Well, yeah. this is what this is what has me slightly worried. I think, obviously, excuse me, with the um, the Thigar, is it from Cosmic? Who's got yes. the sort of reptilian chest and and arms and that sort of thing? I think maybe they were thinking of heading that way, but whether they get delayed slightly because of Savage Crucible doing loads of lizard men, um, that has me slightly concerned. But yeah. I don't see why. It I think should. you can do it's... all sorts of difference. I think you can do. I think. Yeah. I think mythics were in a better place for doing different sized ones. So if you go back to something like Warhammer, you know, you had your like human type size lizards, but then you had the smaller ones, you had the bigger ones. You know, they. I would love that. That and snake men, or a combination of both, yeah. would. Oh. <laughs> I think. I think you'd have to do. Just call it lizard men, and and snake men would come into lizard men. I think yes. for me, otherwise. Yeah. It's too similar. Yeah. Yeah, I think a, I think an anthropomorphic faction in itself. Yes. Yes. Uh, would be amazing. Yes. Although I think Sebadon with his release today has probably covered that off. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. We're recording this on the day that Seba Animal has, Farm uh, has opened his shop again, <laughs> and I know at least myself and Rich. When we're finished with the recording here, we're probably going to log on to Planetary Dog and uh, spend some of our spend, spend a fortune. But, yeah, yeah. Curse you, Seven. Curse you. All. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've done all my spending now until next month. <laughs> he says. Oh, so have I. But then probably. you know, yeah. I mean, I think the the one the good thing about the planetary dog is that they'll have these pieces up again the next oh, time they open the shop yeah, usually usually so at least that okay any other proposed factions uh, we have another one without hogging it another one for me would be an undersea faction i oh, oh yes. I, yeah that's yes. almost yeah. up there with lizard men like yeah, octopus yeah. creatures uh and fish and then we have your merman then we have your merman homage for for yes exactly yeah. and, years time. and yeah. somebody mentioned it on one of the mythic conversation episodes and jeremy didn't get anything away but he very pointedly said well mythos does have lots and lots of oceans so yes i could see that and you're like oh hello hello <laughs> i mean that leads to sort of one the one i sort of say uh, pirates or privateers oh um, wonderful yeah yeah yes. um and, and now mean, that they've they're up the game with the soft goods i mean yeah pirates as, as i say i think i'm sure um eric did say that to him pirates were another version of fantasy which i can kind of see but then i'm also grew up watching sinbad the pirate <laughs> and uh you know so to me 
pirates could be anyone <laughs> and look any way you want them to in some yeah, respect. Maybe you won't get your peg leg pirate, but but maybe just a... Although I'd love a peg leg pirate. <laughs> a hook, a little hook hand. <laughs> but, but maybe it, you'll get your kind of uh, ocean mercenaries. Yeah. You know? If you want to make your own, Mal, um, Dust Till Dawn Studios has got a peg leg and a hook hand. Guess what I've already got. Yes, so have I. Although going to be using cosmic, I've got an ogre scale hook hand. Well, you've got a space pirate, a, a pirate ogre that I'm working on. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to do a space pirate that's going to look a, a lot like a a proper vintage pirate, but in space. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, with the undersea yeah. figures too. Um, just taking a step back, I think. Now that they got cosmic, is the perfect time for this sort of thing because you could do a tentacled arm, and then they can use that in cosmic for a, yep. a weird alien, alien yep. creature. You know, there's yep. stuff they wouldn't have done in the past with mythics because they wouldn't be able to use it for anything else. Whereas now it's like, yeah, that's crazy enough that we can easily use it on a cosmic figure. Yeah, and of course they can advance the story a bit in mythics um, towards that end of it. You know, maybe there's the first battle yeah. and it's between men. And then suddenly the kind of animal people rise uh, more. I, yeah. I guess a bit like Motu did that, didn't they? Where the snake man came along and kind of uh, in the kind of second part of it. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because are we going to see from the story perspective once the four dark ones are all in figure form? Will that be seen as the dark forces have taken control of mythos? And so the next part of the releases will be the story of, of the humans and of, you know, the the people of mythos trying to take it back, maybe. And that is where, okay, you're under sea, your lizard people could be seen as evil. So they're either going to rise up to help the dark forces or the dark four or they're actually going to be good guys and try and fight them as well. Um, I I really like that, Mal. Yeah, it's it's give, it's it's forcing other people who are not involved at the moment to decide to pick a side. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, are you going to yeah. support the dark gods or actually you going to stand up with the the good armies? I really like that. But yeah, isn't it? Isn't it always? Isn't it always a really cool thing when you know the bad guys suddenly have to join with the good guys to yeah. fight an even worse guy? That's it. I mean, the that's easy that's yeah. a classic thing, but it's also really cool because it's like yes. you might be what you know. It's just say it's a show and you're watching it and you're like bad guys getting. It's like I love all those bad guys, but I also like the good guys. And then you're like, oh, they team up together against even worse guys. So now yeah. I can cheer for both the ones I like yeah. Yeah, yeah. against these complete uh, other things that I, <laughs> you know, really am disgusted by. Yeah. yeah, and that might be even really like you know disgusting looking and you know. Re- they can really go to town on on how horrible they are. Yeah, to pitch them against the yeah, and that's a really good way to do it because you can have, you know, at the moment there's there's obviously color palettes, but there's obviously a design as well. So you know, the order of Ethereon or Etheron is um you know it's just knights and a shiny armor, the golds, the silvers, the whites, all this sort of stuff. Whereas if they had to ally up with a, you know, a an evil faction all of a sudden you could genuinely have on your shelf the order ether on and then there's demons in there and there's yeah and, they, and, they, and although they look at would have looked out of place a few months ago now actually they it makes sense they're fighting together 
Yeah. And then you've got the sort of um, the interfaction sort of, you know, tension, haven't you, then as well? So it's like, yes, we've teamed up to fight these really uber bad guys, but God, I hate you. I've hated you for <laughs> so long. And, oh, and, you know, the occasional person falls off a cliff by accident. You ain't my child. And this sort of, yeah. <laughs> Fishman. That was my son. <laughs> yeah, that fish finger. That was little Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See this hook? <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, that's the thing. That's the way to advance the story for me. Um, I'm, I'm sure there are other ways, but I think that that that's definitely one good way. Introduce a few more factions. Uh, suddenly, have factions that are against each other now, having to maybe join forces or make a decision at least, and maybe even a faction gets wiped out because of that. Either on, bye bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> Templars, the Templars survive miraculously. Yeah, they can pray for survival, but their swords <laughs> won't help them. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, there's there is a big sandbox there for them. Um, I think that knowing them from from how it is so far, I think that they will try and do a bit of a curveball or do a little bit of. Uh, on the unexpected but uh i mean at the end of the day it's to sell more figures so you know i think they have to they have to play in the sandbox at least well and also what whatever they do it's going to use parts that exist they need to if they sculpt anything new other than perhaps heads it needs to be stuff they can reuse so it's always going to be within though that remit isn't it so what i would say i know you've already sculpted it eric and jeremy and it's all sorted but thigar's home planet has a range of different lizard men types so you could easily get a cosmic <laughs> wave slash faction out of lizard men as well just mentioning it <laughs> it's true <laughs> okay and then richard you also have your own factions within your custom collection. So give us a little insight into what you've got there. I do. Apologies. This is, this is, I was saying to my wife earlier, it was like, it's just going to be me talking for the last however long. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's all right. Yeah. So I, every time you're not on an episode, people are now, maybe you're just, it's a bit like anything, you know, you're better when you're not there. It's, it's a bit like in politics, you know, it's always the guy that's not there that actually wins, you know, you know, the poor, the poor guy is out in front kind of given, given the whole speech about, you know, how, how things are going wrong. And the guy that doesn't say anything is suddenly the hero, you know, but anyway, so it, it could be an element of that rich, but uh, you tell us. Well, I've just lost my notepad. So that was a good start to this. Uh, okay. Having proved that. Surely uh, it's in your head. It is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've, as, as we've said already, I think, you know, I've got, got on display or will have within the next 12 months, five, 50, 600 legions figures, um, probably 160, 70 will be originals and the rest are customs. So it's, it's, it's very much, you know, my, my mythics and my display is, is custom driven. I'm a, you know, I love it. And there were so many cool head sculpts coming out. And they just didn't seem, for me, they didn't seem to fit into an, a mythic faction. So it's like a critter. And it's like, well, it could be Xylona's flock, but at the same time, you know, I'm not sure a centaur bounding along in with a mouse is necessarily going to work. Um, 
so I was, so I was, uh, yeah, it was like, I, I just need to do my own factions. I need to, to take some of these pieces and just do my own factions. Um, so I've got loads of, loads of factions of my own. Um, I think my favorite one and probably my biggest one, um, I studied ancient history at university. So that's what my degree's in. Uh, so the Greeks and wow. the Greeks and Romans. You work for the UK civil service and you have such an interesting degree. Yeah. I couldn't have been a teacher. You're not allowed to like shame. strangle the kid. So that was an option. <laughs> That's such a shame. That's such a waste, Richard. I know. Originally I was going to be an archaeologist. Um so I, I signed I know up there's, to do there's no money in it and you wouldn't be able to buy Mythic I'm, Legions I'm, if you were an very glad that, yeah, Because uh my best my best friend is an arch yeah, my best friend also did archaeology and he carried on and he's confirmed there's no money in it. He enjoys it, but yeah. Yeah, he's happy, but he doesn't have any mythic legions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have an Egyptian um, faction, um, and it's it's got live. This is something. This is something since I've got to know you that I really see that you're really, really. Every time there's a custom uh, third party part that's anyway Egyptian, I I immediately know there's going to be a message in our little thread. Yeah, from you, and without fail. Yeah, I. And when my Action Mega Customs said they're retiring all the stuff, but they're bringing some back a little bit at a time, I was like, Egyptian stuff, bring the Egyptian stuff back. There's some, some weapons and a couple of heads that I don't have, so bring those back, bring those back. Um, but yeah, I, I, in fact, I like the Egyptian stuff so much, I actually commissioned three different Egyptian-themed head sculpts from um, Prop Masters. Shout out to Zemo and Edu over there. Uh, amazing work. Um, so I... I one of my favourite things when I I never really played Warhammer, but I collected all the books, the army books, and that sort of thing. And um, the Tomb Kings, I love the Tomb Kings. So you got these undead Egyptian, fat, you know, warriors rising. So I commissioned three Tomb King heads, um, which are incredible. I don't have them to hand, um, but they're amazing sort of thing. So I've got this in my mythos. This Egyptian faction is not called Egyptian, but they they've a long dead faction from the south of mythos that um, have now risen again. Um, and they're sort of sweeping across the south, sort of thing, and you know, plundering, murdering, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so yeah, I think I showed the cat uh, pharaoh head, didn't I, on Legion's Lounge when we did that? Um, so there's that. There's humans, skeletons, mummies. Um, obviously, plenty of dog toys got the amazing mummy heads. Although the one you painted for me, John, is on a Star Wars homage I'll be doing later this year. Um, yeah, so there's that faction, and then I've got. Because it's such a big faction in my mythos, I wanted something to fight against it. Um, and this is where my head was just like all over the place. It's like, right, what would naturally fight them? And I was like, well, it can't be something big. So what I've done is I've, I've gone for a faction that I call the Resistance. Um, not Star Wars themed, honestly, everybody. <laughs> but it's it's lots of smaller groups that band together. So they're the ones that defeated the... the um, I call it the Swarm of Horos is my mythic, my mythic faction, my Egyptian faction. Uh, and the resist resistance to all the different races that, that banded together to destroy them two, three thousand years ago, whenever it was they were around, sort of thing. So, um, so I've got some crocodilian warriors. Um, That's cool. Uh, I got three of those. Um, some really cool head sculpts from Headhunter Customs, painted by Eric Miller. Um, they're great. Uh, I got the fungi people. Um, so I've got two of those painted up already, and a third one uh, to be done. Uh, I think Toy Forge had done a couple of fungi head sculpts. I also commissioned one through Prop Masters again. Um, so they're in the faction. Um, 
there's some sort of Eastern, Middle Eastern type influences as well, sort of thing. Uh, I got a couple of rock people that are in there as well, um, and it's just this just this disparate bunch of people who would never normally, you know, be involved, sort of thing. And they've all just, you know, they, they've had tales handed down to them through antiquity about this evil, these evil, you know, gods, men that they destroyed. And they've all just come together again now to fight against them. So, uh, so that's a very exciting faction for me. Random, totally random. The only thing you do, you do the community disservice in that you don't take enough photos of your figures because, yeah, I mean, I'm hearing yeah, all this and right. I'm like, why haven't I seen these? Yeah, you know, yeah. I bet and we all have phones. Thing. I mean, obviously, you know, if you got a really good camera and took a picture that would be even better but you know even phone pictures um because this all just sounds incredible you know <laughs> you know i'm really, I really want it. to just get in my car and drive to calais and <laughs> over to Dover and drive up to bristol and i know you're not in bristol at the moment but you know, yeah. you'll be there when i I've arrive a, i've just had a check too because i knew i'd forgotten something i've also got a chaos dwarf small group that are part of this resistance That's as well cool. Um, and again, I had head sculpted. Um, this is like a prop master recommendation show, but it's again, it's just like you know, these that you never think of. Yeah, I've realized now what you need to do now. You need to do a video uh, run through so we can uh, throw it up on our on our page. My, my plan over the next few months, because I'm one of these people that it's going to sound very conceited, but I think a good thing. Uh, and I plan it well and that sort of thing, and I don't get around to putting them together or doing the last paint apps or whatever sort of thing. So I've got probably 100 painted heads that aren't on figures at the moment. Um, so my plan before Legion's Con is just to get all that done so I can then do a tour video or start posting customs yeah. every other day. Oh, definitely a tour video, yeah. And that sort of stuff. Yeah, get, so, your, yeah. get your daughter to, to record the video of you going through... David Attenborough style yeah, presenting each figure. Just to confirm, she's 10, so I wouldn't actually be in the video. She'd be get bored. The video would be facing towards the floor. <laughs> you know, she'd be taking selfies. It's, you, yeah. underest <laughs> you underestimate her. These young kids, they, they do videos like you wouldn't believe. Don't worry. Um, then what, what other factions I've got? So I've got, um, I've got a faction I call the Cleansing Monks. Um, which aren't actually monks, randomly. They're regarded as monks because they all wear brown robes and brown hoods and that sort of stuff. But it's it's a group of characters that are all afflicted with various diseases and ailments. That means they're shunned by society, but they've sort of bonded together to uh, to take on evildoers of all sorts, sort of thing. So it's like um, it's like Magnificent Seven, except they'll die one by one because they've got these horrible diseases, oh. or a limb will <laughs> fall off, whatever sort of thing. So. Um, but again, it's got you know, it's got like a dwarf, a vampire, um, an elf, a couple of humans. There's all I'm these different characters. Four of them need to hire you as a consultant, or you know, <laughs> as a kind of a sounding board here. This is so that's and that that came about from a couple of uh, sculpts that um, Merplay de Hardness uh, in Spain did, um, and it was like slightly disfigured faces and that sort of thing. So I got those, and then it's like, what can I do with these? And it's like, aha, I know. Or in my twisted mind, I know. So then it went down that route. Um, I've also got a group of dwarves. Um, because the dwarves, you know, are spread all over the different factions at the moment. And it's like, well, that's fine. But I just want, so I just like, um, I call them the dwarven raiders. And they're just, again, a disparate 
bunch of dwarves that just fight together because they don't like the evil gods. Yeah, that was something I I didn't mention uh, maybe when we were talking about the factions that I would want, but I'd love it just a dwarf faction. Yes, yeah, that yes. because they are a kind of a. But but I know that'll never happen because yeah. of the whole commercial side of dwarves. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, sorry, it's, sorry about that. It's weird, isn't it? It's a rabbit. But, rabbit but I still think that I that there should be one. Yeah, because they are. I mean, if if you say Dungeons and Dragons to or to or you know classic fantasy, you know Lord of the Rings to anybody, you know, and and tell me a bit about it. Dwarf will come up within the first couple of sentences. Oh yeah, I mean, I love the dwarves, as you know, um, and I've said many times they are, and you're spot on. They're they, they're at the forefront of every classic fantasy book. trope or whatever. Yeah, yeah, trope. And, and good when idea. it comes to custom painting, awesome fun to paint dwarf heads. And yeah, yeah if 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 I could only paint dwarf heads, uh, you know, I'd have a lot of I'd have a lot of beards to paint. <laughs> <laughs> And there's so many people that have done the dwarf heads too. I mean, that's what inspired me, sort of thing. So you've got, you know, the big companies, but you've also got somebody like Mark Calvo, who's done yeah. a dozen different dwarf heads, all of which are incredible. Super um, talented guy. You know, and Anthony over at Toy Forge, they've got their own range, which are really unique. Um, you know, and it's very much their own style, sort of thing. So you can have a group of half a dozen dwarfs, and they could just look like almost different races just by the, the different sculptors that have been involved and that sort of thing. And and that's an important thing with the third party um, people is is their own distinct style. So you say like Anthony has his own style there with the dwarves, and totally I could nearly see a sculptor, a kind of a a, a setup, and I'd say that's Anthony Toy Forge. I could see a, yeah. a bunch of characters, and I'd say that's Mark Calvo. I could see a bunch of characters and say that's Emil or Stephen at Wolf King, or or. Uh, Jeremy Gerard uh, and, and uh, Mass Customs and uh, and Seba Dom, yeah, could definitely tell Seba sculpts. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Although Seba sculpts are so next level that you know you you could nearly think any company that has a, an amazing detail sculpt, you could nearly say, oh, could be Seba as well. You never know. But he does also have a distinct style. style. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and 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 that's what these guys should keep doing, you know. Do your own thing, you know. It's like when you make music, do your own thing. Sculpting action figures, sculpting third party parts. Follow yeah. your muse. So before I rattle on for another ten minutes or whatever on um on upcoming factions that I'm building. Well, people have complained a little bit that we were too short. They so, are. Oh so no, I'm going. To, let me am, let me be clear. I am, I am going to be doing that. I am just letting the tape recorder roll, you know, because we record this on one of those, you know, those old tape recorders in the eighties where you press the record and play at the same time to record off the radio. That's what we're at here. I'm, it's I'm Europe, not America. I just have to pause it briefly and flip the tape over. <laughs> I've got I've got Rich and Malcolm on two different telephones in the speaker of this thing, and I'm shouting over. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got anything else for us, Rich? Because I've got loads. Do you guys have any different factions of your own, or do you very much slot your figures into the established no, I mean, factions? The the thing is, I mean, I have a whole load of custom painted stuff here, and I, actually, maybe it's a good time to announce that we have a table at Legion's Con. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I booked it under my name because uh, originally that was my plan uh, anyway, before we decided to start the podcast. But it's definitely the podcast table. Um, uh, it's under my name and uh, I'll be selling a lot of custom heads and some customs, hopefully, if I can get them done. <laughs> but definitely loads of custom heads. Mm. Um, and we'll be promoting the podcast. And obviously, if the boys have anything to sell, Rich and Mal, it will be there uh, and we'll try and do some stuff. And if we're really, really super organized, I was thinking we can maybe do a t-shirt, but uh, that's maybe doing oh, wow. a production meeting on air. But, uh, but uh, that's something to think about. Maybe we need to talk to uh, some of our friends in uh, America who do t-shirts like Len LaGuardia and see if he can do us a deal <laughs> that we can maybe even give away a few shirts at Legion's Con to promote our show. That would be the, maybe a good, good investment from us um but uh yeah so we will have a ta table at legion it will be under the name john caulfield but it will be certainly the euro legions podcast table um and uh we'll be selling custom heads meeting and greeting smiling and uh being your best buddies for the whole weekend yeah. and, like uh, asking a bit much, taking but... you on in the bar for all sorts of drinking challenges <laughs> if you're up for that <laughs> I, I was joking with John and Mal um, because I've got some um, prop masters that have done some heads of me. Um, and you may Yes, have, you... that was my next thing. As you were yeah. talking, I didn't want to interrupt your flow, but definitely go for it, Rich. Yes. Yeah, so if anybody wants a, a painted one of those, maybe John might have some of those. Who knows? Um, you know, yeah, I have. I have put in a order for my first batch. Yes. I would say first batch. Um, but if any, because, if anybody uh, wants a picture with the inspiration behind the the uh, sculpt, uh, aka me. Then just let me know. Yeah. I'm happy to pose for photographs at uh, Legion's. Or, I actually thought it'd be a good idea. I'll bring a little paint pen, and you can sign the inside of the sculpt. So you know where the head, Amazing. Where the blue tack goes. You can sign your name on the inside, so they'll know it's there. But it won't be like you know some guy with rich written across his head. Yeah. <laughs> Although that'd be quite good. An acrylic, an acrylic uh, paint. But I'm sure Rich is willing to do that paint. if you want. You know. <laughs> yeah. I can I can sign anywhere. It's not a problem. If you buy a helmet, let's one. There's plenty of uh, space to write. That is the prop master <laughs> store, uh, and it's Sir Richard. And there's four different heads. There's a there's a plain old Richard head with the mutton chops. Uh, Pete McCarthy mutton chops. I know you're a fan. Um, there is the head with the eye patch, and the eye patch has a Welsh dragon. Helmeted uh, dragon heads, one with the eye patch and one without. Isn't that it? That is it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, and, and Zemo very kindly um painted up one of each for me, and a Fury version of one of them as well. So I will be my own Fury. Fury. So, yeah, that, that's on the site. Or uh, yeah, that's on the site there. The Fury version. I love Fury that. Fury one yeah. looks really good, actually. Yeah. Probably saved me the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it's much hassle, actually. It's easier to do the Fury version than the skip. Yeah, I'd imagine a red one's dead simple, yeah. Well, it's maybe two different reds, you know, uh, you're, and you're there. But, uh, okay, that's excellent. So, uh, Richard, so the origin of that was you commissioned them to do a head sculpt of you, and then part of that process is you can also tell them that uh, if they want to release the head for general sale, uh, you're cool with that, and they do it like that. Yes, well, that's that's what it'll be for other people. Um, I'm going to sound like a big head, big head now, but because I've commissioned a few of the pieces with them in the past, and I've bought quite a lot of stuff, and Zemo's done a lot of painting for me, they very generously sculpted me as a gift. Um, 
so they sculpted me, printed it, and painted it, and are sending it through to me as a, as a gift. Um, thank you very much, James. And, and again, with the, without wanting to interrupt your flow earlier, uh, I was going to say, I mean, and every vendor of third-party stuff at LegionsCon should be Richard's biggest fan because he is one of the <laughs> biggest supporters of that community and that market. <laughs> Uh, be it in actual putting dollars on the table or hyping it up. So uh, uh, that someone came along and said, Rich, you've bought so much off us that we are willing to do a head sculpt of you is no surprise, but also very much fair play to Zimo and Edu, their yes. prop masters. They were the ones that did it. Uh, and they're European, they're in Spain, so that even uh, links them a little bit more to, to us. So uh, fair play. And uh, guys, you should order. And uh, we, we'd love to see your paint jobs of uh, Rich. The weirder, Absolutely. the better, I would say. And if someone puts them on a gnome, I would, I would die. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'd <love laughs> <it>. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and if nobody does it, I'm relying on you, Malcolm, because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I could be tempted. I could be tempted. <laughs> That would be good. There'd be a little mushroom guy and Rich beside him, <laughs> even smaller, <laughs> because he doesn't have the mushroom. <laughs> oh, geez, I think I might do it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, we're coming up on almost the two-hour mark. Can I can I have five more minutes to talk about more factions? Yes. Richard, the view, the the listeners, I'm, sorry, the viewers, I'm... the listeners would absolutely love that. So I'm I'm just gonna. Mute myself and you go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I also have, speaking of Vikings, I have a, a little Viking faction that I'm working on at the moment. Um, if I laugh anyone, it's because John's falling asleep uh, off on camera at the moment. <laughs> muted he has off. actually yeah. muted himself. <laughs> um, and it's, it's easier yeah. with the edit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I have a small Viking faction, um, a bit different though to normal. They, there's a, a necromancer in there. That's um, so. There's some long dead Vikings. Um, there's, they wear a lot of bone armor and that sort of stuff. So, so that's on its way. Um, I have uh, an extremely unusual group of Templars, um, which I can't really say too much about without giving away what I'm doing. Um, but these will be customs that I've just I've done everything myself because um, uh, I'm using pieces from another toy line uh, to help make these figures. So. So it's not painting, it's not painting three D heads or anything like that, but it's it's putting bits together. So there you go. There's a question: uh, Do you bring parts from other lines, other you know non Legion, non Mythics uh, parts into your customs a lot? Then or? I do where it fits. Um, so I'm very much a, f a fan of the Jeremy Gerard, you know, Ripper yeah. Lord of the Rings figure in half, use its soft goods. Uh, but Spawn, um, McFarlane did a very limited run of uh, Egyptian Spawn stuff, um, and they got some really cool weapons and headdresses and that. In that, so I've take, taken those apart for some of the Egyptian stuff. Um, and like one of my Templars uses a, a Masses of the Universe Chief Carnivus head because I think that actually works really well um, with Legions. It's not quite the same aesthetic, but it actually works really well. So yeah, where I can, I do absolutely. Um, but this is I, I started doing these during the pandemic, so what, three years ago, pretty much. And I hacked these things apart and did all this sort of stuff and then still haven't finished them. So I need, that's absolutely top of my to-do list now. Yeah. Um, 
I also have a group um, that I call the Hunters. Um, it's it's all cool head sculpts basically that are hunters, except for and this is I finished the bios for these the other day. Uh, I got a group of vampire hunters. So although I love oh, yeah. Alithia's brood, I really like the idea of something slaughtering them as well. Um, Ooh, so it's it's a very if I do say so myself, it's a very cool group. You got a wizard, uh, you got an orc. Uh, it's led by a vampire who's turned against uh, the vampires. There's a, a werewolf with a grudge in it as well, sort of thing. So, um, and I got some of the cool stake weapons that Wolfkin Customs did, and the the hammer with a stake on the end of it, sort of thing. So they're armed with things that uh, one of the characters wears vampire skin as a as like leather armor and this sort of stuff. It's um. Yeah, that's a cool group that I should hopefully have up on display. Uh, I, I really, on pictures really on the cabal, etc. I, I really, really want to get all the Eventide stuff from Von Burke at some point in the future, or well, whenever. Yeah, I don't actually have any of those because I found other things that were, were similar. Um, yeah. But those look amazing sculpts, the Eventide yeah, stuff, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I love the. Uh, I Did he have them called. at Legion's Con? Because uh, he had one or two. Pieces. I think he had a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Surprised I didn't get some, but again, I was in a daze at least Legion's Con in terms oh, of bit too, yeah. overstimulation. Yeah, I did get some uh, von Burke though. Thankfully, I've got an entire group of Minotaurs, um, all sorts of different Minotaurs together. Uh, Minotaurs are one of my favourite fantasy, you know, myth tropes sort of things. So, um, although I've got a Sterian with Zylona's flock. Um, so I've got a, a Shadow Minotaur Mage. There's a Fury Minotaur in there. Um, there's an Ogre Scale Minotaur using them. I actually be customs pieces. And I'm probably going to get one of the Planty Dog ones when I do another Ogre Scale one. Uh, there's a Highland Cow Minotaur in there. Awesome. Oh, my God. You need to send me a picture of that because my my wife loves Highland Cows. So I okay. Need to see I will, when I'm back in Bristol, I will send you a picture of that one. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Thank you. There's one, one painted like a yak, so there's sort of white and black sort of colours. Um and I bought an amazing one off Nikki Nicole uh probably a year ago now. Um which used one of the the Bombox heads. Um which is like a, like a three-eyed minotaur I think with the horns coming around. Um and she painted it like amazing colours like oranges, yellows, bright blues and all this sort of thing. So that's like uh my minotaur god that the rest of the minotaurs have left various factions just to flock behind this sort of thing. So so you got a Minotaur God from the Mythic Legions community painting God. So Yes. Yes, basically. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Nikki Nicole. We haven't yeah. mentioned her before, but uh, she's an Absolutely. incredible painter. And I hope she's at yes. Legions Con 23. I, I'm sure she will be. But uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure she will. I, I was so tempted by that. Um, strangely enough, uh, ogre-sized Minotaur Frisian cow she did last year. Yeah, I went yeah, backwards. Really I, went, I was so glad when someone bought it. I just kept going over and looking at it. <laughs> And it was it was two hundred and seventy five dollars, I think, which is probably you know very reasonable for the amount of paint work done on that and a big figure. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was just but looking it's at still it, money like, the money that you spend. Yeah. I love this. And my eyes were getting bigger and bigger, and it's like there's other stuff, there's other stuff. Breathe. I distinctly <laughs> remember you know telling me now that now that you remind me, it's like yeah, you were telling me. I hope somebody buys that because yeah. I, I'm literally going to be in the hole for two seventy five if someone doesn't. Yeah, a hundred percent. It would have come home with me. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually. Nikki, Nikki's painted a lot. Of, sorry, I am banging on now, but she's painted a lot of heads uh, for another faction that I call the Maze Techs. Um, 
which is just like my jungle dwellers sort of thing. So there are a lot of cool... It's nothing to do with Crystal Maze. It's and, not. Uh... No, there's no Richard O'Brien no. in it, unfortunately. No, okay. Um, Another bald man. He yeah. would fit in well in this kind of <laughs> <laughs> You need to shave your head, John. Will, You're clearly standing yeah. out as a rogue here. So. <laughs> no, no way for me. No, no, nothing happened. Or maybe she doesn't kill me. She, yeah, it'll put me in a situation where I might be very frustrated. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are there are lots of really cool. Um, Jason Rodriguez, in particular, has done a lot of um, like Mayan and Aztec and that sort of head sculpts and that sort of thing. So I've got a range of those that Nikki to say the paint jobs are incredible would be an understatement. They're they're just out of this world. So there's a group of about half a dozen of them. Uh, and I've got some um, bad guys to face off against them because you can't have a faction without some bad guys. So I've got I've got a rogue faction from the Order of Etheron, um, called the Order of Conquist, which is basically using some of the really cool Conquistador helmets that um, people have produced. And they're, these these lot are just absolute. I won't swear because we don't non swear anything, but so and sos, let's say. Um, and yeah, they, and they, they hunt down because you can put any swear word in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, um, but they they also wear um, so these conquists they wear uh, ancient armor. So originally, I had them all. So so they they're, they're based on Sir Wayne's as the, the sort of base build. But then I had cavern dwarf parts going on. So the higher ranked and more kills you had, you know, you'd have a a breastplate or a a glove or something and that sort of stuff. But now I'm going to swap the cavern dwarf parts out for Ilgar parts. Because I really like the oxidized look on those. I think that would yeah, actually yeah, that would actually quite work well as a sort of ancient sort of armor look. So um, so that's quite a big one I've got as well. That's uh, I do love those. Um, I've got one that I call the Putrid Mass, um, which is because my love of zombies. So I know Poxus has got the zombies, and there's some zombies in the congregation, but this is like a rogue group um, where there's just characters just falling apart, and you know, like. Rogue zombies, yeah, <laughs> and it's um, there's like a, I got two or three characters that are very much Nurgle influenced from Warhammer, um, mm. so that you know the huge bulbous torsos, like Plantry Dog Toys did one where the guts were hanging out and all this sort of stuff, yeah, um, and Prop Masters have done one as well with a similar style sort of look as well, um, so there's like Nurgle knights and like recently turned knights and then rotting ones and all that sort of stuff, um. And the idea is I want it, and I'm not sure how I'm going to do it yet, but I want the main Nurgle demon that I've got. Um, I've got the huge uh, planty dog toys belly and and a, a scaled-down troll head that Prop Masters did, um, and Simon Crow has painted for me and done a fabulous job. Another um, amazing painter. Yeah, another fabulous painter. Um, so I've got those, and I want them. I don't want to use any legs or lower parts. I just want it to be on a, a like a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Not a puppet. Uh, no. Um, but just being carried, basically. I want like goblins or something <laughs> carrying it wooden and it's sat there in some sort of like type nest thing, sort of thing. So that's quite cool. That's going to be a long time to get that sorted, but that's that's the plan with that. Um the current Furious Four led me to go completely berserk on a group I'm calling the Red Hellions. Um so they're a bunch of invaders from the uh the the east of Mythos. Um just with all different combinations of Furious Four parts, basically. So uh, I got do you have all this written down? I do. <laughs> In a spreadsheet, um, right? So I've got, the, I've got the basic outline of all the figures written down. and then I've got... Yes, it is in a spreadsheet, yes. <laughs> uh, and then I've got 
And then I've got a Word document with all these bios written as well for them sort of things. So I've been writing a lot of bios since I've been... So we can have the Eurolegion's Custom Factions group, the book. We could do, yes. <laughs> Seriously, I could wax on forever about it, so that's that's not a problem at all. So people, you know, if you meet Richard at LegionsCon, or just on the street, but, you know, most likely it's going to be at LegionsCon, let's be, let's be honest, um, just talk to him. Yeah. You know, if you have any ideas... If any factions of your own, he's your man. Let me know, absolutely, yeah. And then, I mean, we're all happy to talk to you, of course, but I mean, <laughs> Richard will actually give you a good conversation. <laughs> I tend to just nod and agree or disagree. Yeah. One one faction I know I've got that I know you'll like, John, is my Vermin Gang. Oh. So um, we've got a few mouse characters. Um, there's a mouse samurai inspired by um, one yeah. that Jeremy Gerard did. A mouse knight. Um, there's going to be a mouse wizard once I get that really cool head from Wolf King painted up. Um, they're Amazing. facing. They're facing it off against uh, a few rats. Um, and then there's uh, the weasels that are, uh, David Williams is painting for me at the moment. Oh, um, David again. Another amazing so, yeah. painter. Yeah. Brian, we're going through the who's who of exactly yeah. amazing painters yeah. here. Uh, Brian Say, I think it is in the group. He's got an eBay shop as well. He's yeah. got he's got a ferret head as well. So I'm going to have to get that. Um, so there's those, and then yeah, and is then the in that faction. Uh, he's not, I'm gonna leave him with Zylona actually, but I've got a mole oh, man yeah. that Legion Shop did, so he's gonna be in there. The beaver, Wonderful. uh, the wolf king did that's in there. Um, so it's just like just lots of very short characters, basically. Uh, you can get a lot of them on a shelf. So, so people, if you're wondering how long this podcast is going to go on for in, in terms of <laughs> not this episode, in terms of in general, it's, it may never end. It, it, That's it when we're running. Yeah. Um, it, it may take one of us croaking it, or maybe more than one of us croaking it at this point, just to get through Rich's ideas. That's it. Yeah. We'll just talk about one of Rich's factions. <laughs> okay, yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah, forever stuck for an episode. It's like, okay, so tell us about the vermin, Rich. Yeah. If if I suddenly end, by the way, everyone that's listening to this, it's not that my internet <laughs> can cut out. John just cut me off and ended it, and I've not noticed, and I'm just waxing about factions for the next hour and a half. <laughs> I'm going to say something yeah, unpopular now, because I know there are people probably listening to this that are actually really enjoying themselves. But ACAS do have a file size limit, unfortunately, before <laughs> I have to pay money. That's that's so, fine. We can end now. Um, um, John, I'll rather just than say... split this up very crudely, I'd love this to be a standalone episode. Um, so unless you have anything more very... I was just going to, to say, say I, three of the heads you painted me, the Severdom Christmas theme. Yes. Ones. Oh, yeah, we'll I was be... going to ask about those, but I thought that was we'll, a bit self-indulgent. We'll, we'll be in a Christmas faction I call the Yuletide Entities, which I'm working on. So be... Oh, lovely. Well, I'd love to see a photo of those before Legion's Con 23, and I think... Uh, Definitely. I did the polite thing. I was really happy with my paint jobs and those, but I decided that it was... up. I did them for you. It was up to you to post pictures of them, and I think... Oh, no, feel, feel free to I... post, because I'm so rubbish at posting no. pictures. Feel free. Well, maybe, but like I'll, I'll give you a bit more time. Okay, and I'll anyway, stop talking at this point. <laughs> we're all off to plantrydogdies.com to buy uh, yes. some critters. Uh, some uh, I'm going to buy mammoth, Rich isn't, but we're going to buy rhinos. We're going to buy elephants. What else are we going to buy, Rich? Uh, walruses, wild boars, bears, which I'm going to turn into a panda. Um, just all sorts of good things. Oh, a bison. There's a bison there, which looks amazing. Thanks for listening. 
Good night from him. Good night from him. Good night from me. Good evening. Good morning. Stay safe. You all. painting 3d heads or anything like that but it's it's putting bits together you've got a wizard uh you've got an orc uh it's led by a vampire who's turned against uh the vampires there's a, a werewolf with a grudge in it as well sort of thing so um then i got some of the cool stake weapons that wolfkin customs did and the the hammer with a stake on the end of it sort of thing so they're armed with things that uh one of the characters wears vampire skin there's a there's like leather armor and this sort of stuff it's um yeah, that's a cool group that I should hopefully have at some point.